George Bush doesn't care about black people. The 80s are back. They are? Uh-huh. And 50s funny man Jerry Lewis is, too. Are you sure? Well, kind of. And now the 50s meet the 80s to form a super group for the new millennium. Introducing Jerry Lewis and the News. Hey, ladies, the heart of rock and roll, heart of rock and roll is still beating with the ventricles and the aorta in Cleveland already with Sheboygan and the Flygel and all those places. The king of comedy is about to become the prince of pop. It's Jerry Lewis and the News. Hey, ladies, oh, please, I'd like a new drug. No needles, please. Just a nice man, a pharmacist-type person in the white coat, please. I sign here, thank you. Hey, it's hip to be square, and it's even hipper to buy something round, like the new CD from Jerry Lewis and the News. Available. You can find it wherever fine records are sold with the nice man behind the counter to help you find it with the nice lady person, okay? Who knows? Okay, so I'll give you one guess who suffered a mild heart attack. Uh, I don't know. Well, what did I just get you playing there? Oh, Jerry. Jerry Lewis. See? I know you slept in this morning, but let's get with it. Let's I was get looking at up the computer date, there. I was just waiting to, uh, till you came on. But, yeah, I got it. You what? That's terrible. You don't really believe that it's terrible. You hate Jerry Lewis. I do? You don't? Uh, no, not really. Well, you're the only one, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you and Larry King. Uh-huh. Now, I wouldn't say I hate Jerry. Just, uh, he's, he's a worn out as welcome, you know? That is true. Comedian Jerry Lewis, although it is good that his head is back down to like normal size again. That's good. Comedian Jerry Lewis had what was described as a mild heart attack Sunday. Now, today is Wednesday. Why it's taking this news this long? Well, you know, the pipeline, I guess, has slowed down. He is under hospital care and expected to make a full recovery, said Candy Cazao, a uh, spokeswoman for the Orleans Hotel and Casino in Vegas. I never heard of that. Where Lewis is scheduled to perform July 13 through 16, has canceled the performance. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That screws up all my plans, just like Tessio said. Lewis, 80, also has a touch of pneumonia. Last week, a wisecracking Lewis appeared healthy at a news conference in Vegas when he announced his first return to live performances in five years after battle with pulmonary fibrosis, that crippling lung ailment. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what I got. He also appeared at a Friars Club roast in New York on Friday. But Sunday, oi! Lewis announced last week that he planned to direct a version of his hit 1963 comedy, The Nutty Professor, as a musical on Broadway by October 2008. Those plans haven't changed, said executive producer Ned McLeod of the Michael Andrew Company, which bought the rights to develop the show in March. We support and will be by Joran any health issue that comes up for him, as well as will be yada yada. It's not going to affect us, he said. Aren't you excited about that? Your president, your leader is on now. But it, I'm not going to let those, uh, these, these, these incidents stain the reputation of our military. Right. Get it go. out there, That's George. Right. Get it out there. Yeah, that Haditha thing. You're not, not going to let that stain the reputation, just like me lie and all these other things. I mean, occasionally they go off the deep end a little bit. They get pissed off and fired up. They're under a lot of stress and duress. Maybe they're popping a few pills, whatever it is. And the innocent people get butchered and murdered by the butcher of Washington. What a photo op yesterday, huh? Was that something or what? Now, Another me... great photo opportunity. There's all the troops. Hey, I like that. You know, and uh, he's over there shaking hands with that uh, Maliki guy, whatever his name is. Malachi. Sounds Jewish to me. Here's the result of yesterday's poll. And, of course, if we would have taken this after last night's game, I guarantee you would have had a different result. Wouldn't you think? Yes. Probably. Here's a big Heat fan right here. WQAM Heat Line. Yes, I'd like to speak to Neil. Yes. Neil. Yes. Hi, Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I would like to know uh, what happened with the crossover with Hank. We don't do that anymore, sir. It's old news, man. Get get with it. 
Uh, why is that? The new management is the one that was pretty interesting, um, you know. No, we, got, we, we ran out of things to say. We ran out of uh, odds to give. Is he in the same boat with uh, the Hamas? I beg your pardon? What did he just say? I, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea what he's saying. Hey, listen, when you get to be 110, it's time to take a nice nap, sir. Lay down in the dirt. Anyway, here's the result from yesterday's poll. Sixteen, and that, I think he answered his own question. Speaking of that, how old's Jerry Lewis? Is he like 100? Uh, Google it. All right. Is there somebody else in there with us this morning or not? Yeah, I'm here. Tommy. Oh, Tommy's there. Yes, well, sir. don't say it like, yeah, I'm here, because Tommy no, today is going to he's gonna dish all the dirt. Jerry Lewis is 80, by the way. No, that's old enough for him. Yeah. Tommy's going to reveal all the inside stories about the Beast and Clarence and Robert Grieper and all that, and Geldy and all that incestuous stuff that's going on in there. Aren't you? Oh, yeah. That is if you want that Ruth Chris steak tomorrow. He's writing think stuff about down it. right now. Yeah, think about it for a couple of minutes. Oh, no, I want it. <laughs> How about the steak, yeah. <laughs> 1,653 votes on the poll yesterday. Boy, we had quite a response, man. And look at the response we got already today. We got that thousand licked right now, I would say, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, we. I, I feel like we turned a corner here. Now, what is the reason for that? Is that because George is on vacation this week? Let's blame him for it. Maybe it's the white hot. Now, it's the white hot heat. That could be it. Could be that great new management team that we've got. Could be this refreshing new copy that we've got. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's staler than 45-year-old Wonder Bread. Oh, my God. It, it's just, it is so scandalous. And I, How did I get off on that tangent again? It's just, I can't get it out of my mind. By the way, I sent two uh, emails of very issues that I have great concern about yesterday morning to our general mangler, Joe Bell, Raleigh Joe. And can I share with you his response right now? I'm dying to know. That was it, nothing. I could have guessed no. that, I think. Yeah, and so did I. In fact, in the second email, I said, I know what your response is going to be, none. And, and I was right. There wasn't any. He's an emotional cripple. You know, he likes uh, to smile and glad-hand everybody. Hey, you see this? Hey, I made sure there's two people in there every day. That's like saying I made sure that the transmitter is on every day when you guys are doing your shows, you know? should be like kind of automatic. That's not the kind of thing we get too many brownie points all whipped up for, you know? You know, Joe, we'd like to see some of those other issues addressed. But Hank's got his thumb right on, and I heard from uh, Fat Grapevine this morning. And he's onto it. He understands the new motto of these people. You know that sign on the wall over there that says, just give us the effing money? Well, multiply that times 100. Just, give a, just get as much crap on the air as you possibly can. We don't care about copy. We don't care about results. We don't care about servicing. We don't care about the format. We don't care about who's on first, who's on second. In fact, today, oh, my God, I didn't want to go, to go there again. Anyway, let's get back to the poll. See how you get me off there? It was Tommy's fault. Blame me. When he started ripping on the beast there, what a phony backstabber he is. Isn't that what you said? What I say? Who's the biggest backstabber, the Beast or a Greeper? I like Greep. That that wasn't the question. Well, then you got your answer. Oh, the Beast. Wow, how do you like that? Yeah, I, w I would have said that too. At least Greeper, he tells you, you know, you know, what a kind of retardo look of his. He tells you right to your face, and then he goes in the other room and says something like exactly. when Mo was there. When Mo was there, he was back and forth like a Mexican jumping bee. Oh, gee, if you be who we, although the Beast was even worse on that. How much do you care about the Miami Heat, we asked, and this is before their phenomenal comeback victory last night. Life and death, trailing by 13 points in the fourth quarter, and they made that spectacular comeback. You'd almost think I watched it, wouldn't you? No. And I did not. I could care less. How much do you care about the Heat? I don't give a Schmidt. 618. That was my vote. I couldn't care if they were behind by 155 points and came back, or the other way around. 37.3% don't care at all. They don't give a Schmidt. By the way, how about those red-hot Marlins? Any interest? No. I'll watch some and read the result, 514. That's 31%. I'll watch some. Big fan will watch every playoff game, 340, 20.5%.
I'll read about the scores, but won't watch any of it. 155. So you, and now this is this is amazing. That's 9.3 percent. Uh, uh, excuse me. That's 9.3 percent. Now, if you add that to I don't give a schmidt, you know what you got? 46.6 percent. What did I say to you yesterday? Was the sunset result of those two categories that don't 47. care? 47. Yeah. 47. Statistically, you can't get any tighter than that. And I hate this poll. Only 26. 1.5 percent. A very low number from our usually very cynical, hard to please crowd. They like that poll. 47%, almost half, basically are either indifferent or just don't care at all about the heat. Although after last night, now they got a win. That's the first ever win in a final series for the Miami Heat. Is that correct? That is correct. There you go. See, I know a little something about it. Not too much. I know a little tiny bit more than I want to when you come right down to it. You got your thumb on it. Yeah. And wait till I take it off. So the beast is the backstabber is what Tommy says. He's going to tell us about all the uh, evil things he's been doing. He's also going to tell us about the incestuous relationship between our program director and the beast, who are bunk butt buddies. And why, how does Gildy fit into that picture? What, what's that all about? Has he got naked pictures or something? I never realized he and your buddy Greeper were that tight. Well, they, uh, Greeper engineers the Panther games. And they worked on the, on the first team for, right. you know, God knows how many years. Yeah, and they slept in what, bunk beds? And uh, who was on top? 653 votes on today's poll. Well, it sounds like a lot of bunk to me. I don't know. just just bizarre because Robert's making out the schedule, and it must just be a coincidence that that one's on every day now. And then today, today is fa- fa- Flag Day. Did you know that? I did not know that. Well, now, you know. See, it's not even 1015. Already you learned some very valuable information. You learned two things. Jerry Lewis is 80. Jerry Lewis had a heart attack on Sunday, so it's three things. And today is fa- Flag Day. I think we ought to take the day off. I agree. Let's put the president on hold. The area where he agrees with the critics is... In yeah, there you go. 664 votes on the poll today. I think we're going to make a 1,000 day real easy, man. And then we'll give you the results from Hazel Park. What's the best evidence there is no God? Because we all know there is only... Oh, God! Half the world is starving. 130. I think that's kind of a good point. 100 and how many? About 30, man. 130. None. There is a God. Oh, you poor, poor, innocent people. 119, 17.9% of even this heathen audience, 18%, say there is a God. Oh, man. What, what does God look like? Huh? You think he looks like Charlton Heston with spandex pants? Maybe he looks like W. I am going to meet this afternoon with uh... God. He does talk to God. He's got that red bat phone that they used to use. Commissioner Gordon used to use to talk to Batman and Robin. Bad things happen to good people, 108. Maybe he looks like... Could be. No one has ever seen God, 102. Well, that's, that's not what they said in the uh, good book, though. Wasn't Abraham always talking to God and Moses and Yoshki and... Listen, they all, all had people? visions, man. Whether was it was a burning Maybe they were all or... stoned. Do you ever stop and think about that? God only knows what was growing back there before they had just sand in there. Yeah, they had the good hallucinogens back they there. They had the good crap, the good stuff, like Sigourney Weaver says in that movie. She wanted the good stuff. John Lennon murdered and Michael Bolton lives. 98 votes for that. That's proof. You see that? It's good enough for me. I hate this pool, 62. See, that's already way above yesterday. They don't like it. Too bad. Makes them nervous. Makes them insecure. Joyce Fitch. You know how many votes she's got? About 30, man. She is living proof that there is no God. And prayer seldom gets answered at 15. Remember I had that story a few weeks ago about how people who pray, if people who are ill. I do. And how prayer doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because God is busy. He's got morning line odds to set on, you know, basketball. And he's got the World Cup to worry about. He's got to get on the bat phone with Eddie Kay and give him the unders and the overs and the ins and the outs. Oh, speaking of uh, morning line odds, you've got Spain and uh, some 18th world country that nobody ever heard of. Oh, boy. Estonia. 
They're Estonia, stoned in France, Spain. Oh, Ukraine. The rain in Spain falls mainly on Ukraine. Is that what they say? Something like that. Oh, and Spain, three, Ukraine, nothing. It's Ukraine, nil. I feel like that was the score of the U.S. team. Man, it looks to me like this baby's all over. 10-13 at 560 WQM. If you love boting, who the hell doesn't? That's one of the main reasons a lot of people live in Florida. Well, instead of going out and spending a fortune to buy a boat and then putting up with all the grief that goes along with that, do a smarter thing. Rent one by calling Club Nautico at 1-800-BOAT-RENT. Why would anybody in their right mind want to pay the expenses of owning a boat when you can rent one totally hassle-free? Join the club at Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be amazed at just how easy to make it for you. They do everything. There are no docking costs, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, and no hurricane preparation. With a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and really affordable, too. So call them at 1-800-BOAT-RENT and get on the water the smart way. No getting the boat ready because Club Nautico will be doing it for you. And no cleaning up either because at Club Nautico, you just hop on the boat, go and have a fantastic time, and when you're done pulling the dock, get off and leave. Just walk away. Club Nautico, 1-800-BOAT-RENT from unlimited boating to pay as you go, from small boats to yacht charters and everything in between. All of these things. It's Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT and let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit what you need and your budget, too. Get on the water today, the smart, the hassle-free way with Club Nautico. Give them a call at 1-800-BOAT-RENT. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. If there's a butt, I smell it. The former B.O.A. second wife who called it quits. They say the media caused them to hit the pits. But from where I sit, it's all on her. Crazy gold digger. I hear she wanted to be as famous as Hubby Paul. But I think that one-legged beauty has some gold. She never put up with Ringo Starr, who now lives in his car. Heather Mills, are you on pills? You're not that hot. Meddling, unsettling, temper tantrum throwing, pretentious. Not four years of marriage will make Heather more than filthy rich. Cash for someone, Stella calls a bitch. Take your money, go away, shut up. Cause there's no prenup. Oh my god, oh my god, you're so Paul McCartney, get out of your autograph. You better act for me, wife's autograph because she gets angry. Your wife? I thought, I thought she died. No, no, that was me first wife, my second wife had the mills. You got married? Yeah, I've been married for four years, love. No way, I never knew that. She's very jealous and angry. Look, watch out, here she comes, she might hit you. Heather Mills, are you on pills? You're not that hot. Meddling, unsettling, money-grubbing, wannabe phonies. Oh, but how about those pictures? Did you see the pictures? No. You didn't? No. You know, you, you must have been doing a Rip Van Winkle last, uh, since we last were on yesterday. Uh, must have been sleeping under a palm tree or something. You're missing everything. You're missing all the good stuff. I guess and so. And you know what Sigourney Weaver said? She wanted the good stuff. That's what anyway, I... we got 700 votes on the poll before we get to uh, Heather Mills McCartney. 700 votes. We ought to call it the 700 Club. Put on that big, dripping, syrupy green, you know, like Pat Robertson. Oh, man. Put the 800 number at the bottom of the screen so the old ladies can keep sending their money in. What a scam, you know? We're in the wrong business. Let's start a, let's start a religion. Right now. I mean, look at all the benefits. 
tax exempt right off the bat. Whatever whatever money you can well, you that know, in itself is worth whatever money you can fleece out of the suckers. It's all yours. You don't have to worry about Uncle Sam. Secondly, you can like uh, do hanky panky with just about anybody. You know, from from the cradle to the grave, from the from the fetus to 110, and you'll find some rationale for it. And uh, and everything in between. And, of course, you walk around and immediately have respect because you're wearing some kind of an outfit, you know, some kind of a gown, some kind of a dress like the Pope and the bishops, you know. Maybe a big hat. Big hat is always good. Maybe some tzitzes like the Orthodox Jews. Look at those tzitzes. Can we say that? Call up Joyce and see if we can say tzitzes. <laughs> and you can put, uh, nail a mezuzah and a dead chicken on the front of your door to keep all the evil spirits out. I mean, this is the year 2006. And look at what all these getchkeys are doing all over the world. That, that's why this poll today is so important. And when we see, what, what's the percent? 18.2% of you say, oh, there is a God. Right. Well, what does that mean? Why do, you, why do you just repeat things that people told you when you were a child, okay? Because cause you're afraid to be, like, out of the mainstream, is that it? You're afraid to say what you really think? Like when somebody dies. Oh, he's in a better place now. He's looking down on the game and really rooting and really uh, proud of his uh, grandson that just uh, scored the winning run. Huh? Uh, you hear, Look, you know you hear this crap all the time. Of course time. I do. Am I right? Yeah. That's one of the most common. Oh, yeah. He be, he's really proud of your efforts today because you know somewhere he's up there somewhere in a box, okay? Rotting in a box. I mean, you talk about arrogance. See, this is what's going to be the downfall of the human race and the, and the whole planet. Arrogance. You know, God created the uh, animals and all the rest of the stuff for our amusement. And, of course, if the animals would have written the Bible, it would be just the other way around, wouldn't it? The animal Bible probably says, oh, God created these silly people so that we can, like, laugh at them and do a dump on their front lawn. Wouldn't you think? Nice deuce. Yeah, that's right. An ace, a deuce, a trace even. And leave a couple of traces behind. Speaking of deuce. The bait. Oh, there he is. The walking deuce. Isn't, he, isn't that what they call him? George, w, George Bush deuce? Papa was uh, Uno and he's deuce. It's just, it's, it's just pathetic how there are so few people who are, like, willing to think for themselves. Somebody told you there was the tooth fairy. Does anybody over the age of, like, ten believe in the tooth fairy? No. Huh? They believe in fairies, but You're fairy. like that. Santa Claus. Anybody over, like, six or seven years old believe in Santa Claus? No. No. All this made-up caca, man, that divides people and breeds hatred and stupidity and intolerance. Just look at this crap in Iraq, man. Well, the Shias and the uh, Sunnis and the uh, Kurds, and, yeah, we're eating our Kurds and whey. That's what we're eating today. Tomorrow we got steak. Today we're eating our Kurds and whey, like little Miss Muffet said on her tuffet. Anybody know what a tuffet is anyway? I don't even know what a tuffet is. I couldn't answer that Much question. less Kurds and whey. It doesn't sound too appetizing to me. If little Miss Muffet ate it, I think I'll stay away because she had something to do with spiders. I'm not too big on spiders. As a matter of fact, still got it. I'm just looking down on my leg. I still got a, a nasty scar you ever get a spider bite? Yeah, they suck. It's got like, well, it's got basically two two uh, spots, and then there's always a third one. But there's two like holes. It's like they're drilling holes in your body somewhere when they uh, bite. They kind of get like pimples, though, you know, with the pus and whatnot. Well, maybe on your body. Mine, I'm too old for that. I got, I stopped having zits a lot. I never had zits. That's smooth, baby-like skin. But at any rate, <laughs> smooth as a baby's Rectum. bottom. All right. But at any rate, so I still got the scar on there because I was taking my garbage in one day. This is months ago to show how long these scars last. And I was taking the garbage in the garbage room and throwing it down the old chute. And, of course, you know, too lazy to turn the light on in there. You know, some people keep the light on. Some people turn it off because they want to save the juice, you know, the two cents a year. So I wasn't paying any attention, of course. And I come back in the kitchen, and I'm standing there at my sink, and all of a sudden I feel like this, I don't know, Sometimes you feel like, but you're too lazy to look and see if there's anything there, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, when you don't expect it, sometimes... You no, that's right. I mean, who the hell expects that some big-ass spider just crawled up on my leg while I was in the garbage room, and I come back, and all of a sudden it's just taking a big chunk out of my leg. Jesus. And then I looked down, and I was, actually, it was, it was such a nasty bite that it was, like, bleeding. Not profusely, but, like, in other words, there was, like, blood on the surface of the skin. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, a damn good one. Must have been big as a watermelon. And the spider, too. So, at any rate, uh, the scars are still there. Uh, how the hell do we get there? Oh, a little Miss Muffet. Remember her? Along came a spider and sat down beside her while she was eating her curds and whey. Maybe the spider was hungry. Maybe it was hungry when it took a chunk out of my damn leg. But, boy, that thing hurts, too, you know. It's a nasty thing, a spider bite. When I had my second apartment in Amsterdam, the one that was downstairs in a dank, moldy, um, humid basement that was unsanitary and should never have been lived in in the first place, man, there were spiders all over the place. That's Amsterdam for you. I mean, you'll probably look past that when you go there because you'd be so stoned all the time you wouldn't even notice it, you know. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, one thing about Amsterdam, you will get stoned and you probably will get bit, but not necessarily by a spider. 26 past 10 at 560. Now, speaking of that, what a segue, man. I am the best. Just ask me. Am I the best? Yeah. You bet. If you think you have termites in your home, or maybe spiders, I don't know, they'd probably get rid of spiders too, I would think. Call Reddit Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. Tell me you got spiders in there. They'll take a peek at those too and squash them. They'll squish them. Reddit Pest, have you ever really looked at a spider close? Oh, yeah, I was just inspecting one this morning. No, I'm serious. Ever really, like, looked at, like, it's, because it, it's surrounded by all those 80 million legs, you know? Yeah. And so it's kind of, like, hard to see, to look at it eye to eye, you know, kind of like our management. Ridded Pest Control uses an amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. They're gone faster than you can say that Joe Bell is useless. If you do have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them. You know, don't have to tent your house. To me, that's one of the most important things. Because a lot of these termite outfits, they come in and they put that big circus tent around your house. And people from like as far as 20 miles around, your house becomes like a, an amusement park. They drive by and point and laugh. They're, oh, my God, what a, what a disaster in there. What a bunch of slobs they must be. You don't have to do that when you have rid it come. You don't have to worry about poisonous gas, no moving out or staying in hotels or motels. You don't have to worry about food or pets in your health. Because the folks at rid it treat your home with this amazing orange oil. You don't have to leave it all. When they're done treating your property, the only thing left behind is the clean scent of oranges for just a few days. You'll be crawling on the walls and sniffing it. If you have a termite problem, call Reddit Pest Control right now and find out about this amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. It gets the job done. Now's the time to do it. No tenning, no BS, no kidding. Call right now for a free, no-obligation inspection. Now's the time to do it before they start chewing your house to bits. Call 1-800-447-4348. That's one 800 Four four seven forty three forty eight. When you call Riddick, be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call, and Gary Sarner too. One eight hundred four four seven forty three forty eight. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is five sixty two a.m. Greg hates you. Aruba, Aruba, on the TV tuba. Aruba, Aruba, every day on the news. Aruba, Aruba, for headlines about Aruba. Aruba, Aruba, useful subterfuge. Terry Shido died and goes under investigation now. Info that you must not know, and so the iron curtain must come down. You apathetics cover up ten lies. He flipped you off right before your eyes. I wonder how you react when you discover you need real ID. 
That's something else you're not betrayal and treason, war without a reason. Bolton and Abrams, Grove and Negroponte, traitor and criminal, liars who do things that they don't want you to know. One day you'll wake up and see your freedoms go for the ultimate reality show. <laughs> Let's get back to Aruba, 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 Aruba. Cube. Aruba, 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 Cube. Aruba, Aruba, no more Terry and your Cube. Cube. Ten thirty-two at five sixty. I just love playing that. Cube. I'm not sure if I like that better or. <laughs> I'll play them both, all, all the way till 2 o'clock. What do we got it to, they might ask, the inquiring QAM audience? I'll tell you what we got. Oh, my God. So uh, Tommy says he's on there a lot because uh, Robert's got naked pictures. That's what he was telling during together. the break. I beg your pardon? That's what he was saying during the break. Did he really? Yeah. What's the story, Tommy? Well, you know the story. No, I don't know the story. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Well, tell the audience don't know the story. You tell them. Well, it's more of like an inside thing. That's okay. They Literally. like the inside. It's, it's, don't it's forget inside. that steak's coming tomorrow. Oh, I know. I'm looking we can always to give it. it to the beast. You don't have enough. We don't have enough time? Just give steak. us a little tease. By the way, I found something right in line with this. I just found it by accident. Amazing what's on the Internet, you know? Just astonishing. So I Googled Heather Mills, and the very first thing on there, Heather Mills McCartney, you know, which she's got the naked pictures all over the place and the lesbian uh, porno movie she made and all, all, all this other stuff, alleged. She's suing. And, huh? She's suing. At any rate, keep your finger on the pulse with the Gossip Tracker Toolbar. Oh, yeah. Isn't that something we need? That's something we definitely it need. It says download now. You think I should do it? I don't think it costs anything. Um, yeah. yeah. Why not? That's the kind of stuff the audience cares about. They don't care about this bozo. Said, uh... da, 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 they don't care about him. And, and rightfully so, even though he's dangerous. But at least a good diversion and perversion. Oh, wait a minute. Do you want to? Oh, I don't want to monkey around with that. I'll do that later. Do you want to run this or save it to file? But, but you know, make it easy. Make it simple for an old fart like me. Anyway, getting back to Heather Mills and Carney before Tommy tells us about Robert Greeper and the Beast and the Clarence. Don't forget now, Clarence. There's no, you know, you're right about the Beast. He was in there this morning because Josh slept in late. He overslept this morning. So when I came in here, I, I was greeted by the Beast. <coughs> Tons of uh, fun. And it wasn't like ten seconds before he started giving me a rundown of uh, what Hank said about Joe Bell and Neil is right and this and that. And, of course, I was glad to hear that because I know the Humper is uh, not a dumb guy, you know. He's just trying to, you know, stir Suck the pot. You know, huh? Yeah, yeah getting get good with you by giving you information from the inside, uh, you know, stir the pot, all that. Uh-huh. You know, eh, suck up. One thing about George, see, George likes to smoke it. Uh, he likes to stir it, the beast. And well, every once in a while, you stick, you know, like a little toothpick in there and just stir it. Sip the bit. seeds out. You know, anybody that's that childish that sits around for four or five hours a day sipping them. Of course, you don't have to move much, you know. And that's the beast. In his case, you don't have to move an awful lot from that sofa. Well, you, you can't move. Can you really envision him getting married? I mean, you're actually... Oh, it's happening, buddy. I know. I, got, I told you I got that very fancy, uh, ornate wedding invitation. Ask me if I'm going. Are you going? Ask me if I'm sending a gift. No. No. A gift? no absolutely not. <laughs> He's got a. He even admitted this morning. Thank God for rich mommy and daddy. He made the comment. You know, he's got no shame. He at least he admits it. What's Robert Creeper's story? He got. A, I can't imagine he's got a rich mommy and daddy. Although it's possible. What's his story? I, I couldn't tell you. Besides being a self-hating uh, fascist Jew, what's his story? That's his story. You just with his it. head up Clarence's ass. Just, it's just shock. Oh, and then uh, the Beast also told me well, we were supposed to get titles and big raises, but nothing happened yet. That was the other thing he said. Don't you find that rather amusing? Yes. I got a title for both of them. 
Heather Mills McCartney, a strange wife of former Beatle Paul McCartney, is to take legal action. Oh, you should have seen the Toronto Sun yesterday. Wow. That had all the pictures in there. Of course, the Sun, you know, it's that tabloid crap, that Rupert Murdoch stuff. She's going to take legal action over a newspaper article alleging she worked as a prostitute in her 20s, her lawyer said yesterday. Heather is very distressed by this article. Lawyers for the former model said after the weekend allegations in a News of the World tabloid. Let me tell you right now, man, you want to know what's really going on on this planet? News of the World is where it's at, you know? They have, like, those three-headed monsters on the cover all the time. That's quite a tabloid. That's the good stuff, man. That is the, that, like, you keep coming back to that again. Everybody wants the good stuff. I know I sure want it. I see a lot of things I want. I can't have it. It really pisses me off. She called the article untrue and highly defamatory. It says here, there's a link. It says, watch for the whip and whipped cream shots that surfaced last week. Oh, yeah, that was in the paper yesterday. And then you can, you can oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. On the front page, there was a guy, uh, a shot, a guy was like licking whipped cream out of her mouth. <clears throat> All right. The guy was actually uh, better looking than she was. The statement said Heather, who separated from her multimillionaire husband last month, is recovering slowly from revision surgery on her leg. Or maybe she got a spider bite. Oh, it was amputated below the knee after a collision with a police motorcycle in 1993. That's bad. I didn't know that. Don't you feel bad that we're making bad comments about her when she had her leg amputated below the knee? Don't you? No. She ain't no Ken Roethlisberger, I'll tell you that. Ken. Ben. Ken. Whatever his name is. Yeah, ben. Whatever. I don't know. He's going to be okay, man. It's not football season. I'm just, I, I'm worried about only one thing right now. Yeah. That's it. That's the only thing on my mind. Morning, noon, and night. Yeah. She has suffered weight loss, anxiety, and sleeping problems as a result of the stress and anxiety of the breakup of her marriage. But legal proceedings against the newspaper will be deferred until her divorce settlement is concluded. McCartney, 63, and Mills, 38, announced their separation last month, blaming media intrusion for the collapse of one of them. I wouldn't be surprised if she's on that, uh, on that gossip uh, toolbar. I think you need to get that. I'm, I'm downloading it, man. I guarantee a lot of people are reading that and downloading it. Legal experts believe McCartney could lose up to a quarter of his estimated uh, $1.52 billion fortune after separating from his second wife. This would roughly equate to a million pounds for every week of their short-lived four-year marriage. Isn't that a shame? He's only worth $1.52 billion. So oh, if he it. lost a quarter of that, that would be what, like about 300 and some odd million? I think he could still probably scrape along. You think? Yeah, he'd be okay. $1.52 million? Not Maybe a bad. facelift was in order, Paul. You know, he's looking really bad. He's a little long in the tooth. It's got a picture of him right here. Looks really sour. Looks like things are really going south yeah, for old Paul. He's got the droopy face. I think, wait, you know when it started going south for him? When's that? Michael Jackson. What was that song they did together? I... Ebony, Ebony and Ivory, was that it? No, no. Who did Ebony and Ivory? Stevie Wonder? Stevie Wonder, yeah. Well, same difference. They did that that, that goofy-looking one when they were riding on the back of that, that hay bus. <laughs> A hay bus? Well, you know, that wagon. And they were singing to each other and ha passing flowers to each other. Meaning it was really gay. Oh, yeah, is that what it was? Very. Well, that's surprising considering Michael Jackson was in it. Hey, Michael. You fairy. Hey, Paul's way too old for him. Yeah, I'm sure of that. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe Paul as an embryo would have been more right up his alley, so to speak. 745 votes already. We got that thousand left. I think you're right. On the Internet, we've turned a corner this week. We've had a phenomenal response both yesterday and Monday. Really? I don't, I don't know what that's the, all about. It's been the huh? white hot web. Is that what it is? That's what it is. I don't think that's got a damn thing to do with it, but we sure had a lot of votes and a lot of hits and a lot of, uh, a lot of hits. Oh, that Beast never took that many hits. That song was Say, 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 by the way. Say, 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 Say. That's what it was. Say, Say, Say. Failure. In fact, well, we do. I never play that drop-in. I don't know why. Pretty good one. Here, if you can find hey, it. Hey, Sailor. There you go. 20 before 11 at 560 WQM. I never did finish the lineup there. We, well, I got stopped at two. You know, I got stopped cold on my tracks. Toulouse my tracks. Because Geldy's on it, too. That's enough to stop anybody. Stop our momentum. 
so to speak. Do, 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 do. Mad Dog at 4 to 6.30, enough t- another tough two and a half. By the way, my suggestion to Hank is stay right there in the morning, man. I, I think it's time, as Joe Dagiola used to say, it's time to play good old country hardball. You know what I mean? What do you mean? I mean, stick by your guns, okay? They made their bed. Now let them lay in it. Lie in it. Lay, lady, lay. Remember Bob Dylan? Couldn't sing his way out of a paper sack. Remember the song by Bob Dylan and uh, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson? At any rate, they were doing it in the big, uh, this big old wagon. Marlins on deck. The Red Hot Marlins, man. How many people they had there last night? See, you don't know. See, I, I shouldn't have put you on the I, did, I, I Honestly, I didn't even watch the game. I watched the Heat game. Well, I, what is that? You're telling me that Dave Van Boring is scintillating, and then you don't even want to listen to the game on the radio while you're watching the Heat game? You could have done both. I'll do you that listen time. to his dulcet tones. He does have a great voice. Yes, he does. He's horrible, though. Marlins on deck at 6.30. The Marlins host the Braves again. The uh, Braves are in a slump, I guess, so the Marlins are kicking ass. They've won three in a row now. Am I right about that? Yes, you they are. They won the last two in San Diego, and they won this one. They are on their move, and I think they've got 24 wins already tomorrow. Oh. Your Florida Marlins. It would be great if they win like 12 in a row. They'll be like 500. No. And then Eddie Kay at 10 th- uh, after the ballgame. What do you mean they'll be at 500? Well, what are they, like 24? I don't know. Exactly. No, I think you're right. They're 24 and 36, I believe. Something like that. I mean, they're, they're turds, no doubt about it. How is it that I know? And, and Don Trell's pitching tonight. There's another reason to get out there. There's no heat game tonight. they got a day off till tomorrow, till game four. Don't worry. There'll be nobody there, man. Now, we got the heat rewind that we want to play now until the 2 o'clock. Yeah. Let's rewind it, man. Play the heat rewind. We don't have the games. We only wish that we did, but, you know, right now. Most of the time, we don't wish that we had them, because, although we'd rather have that than the Panther games. Let's swap with IOD, give them the Panther games, and we'll take the Heat games, at least the last games, the next uh, two games of the finals. That's all there will be. Sounds good. I'll tell you one thing. They can't afford uh, to play, you know, I, I, not that I know anything about it or follow it, but it just seems to me that if they were like life and death at home to win a game last night, their prospects are still pretty much on the shaky side. Wouldn't you say that? Hey, you never know, man. You never know. Never know. That's right. It ain't over till it's over. That's what uh, Joe Dodgiola and Yogi used to say. They're both, uh, you know, greasy Italian kids from East St. Louis. 17 before 11 at 560 WQM. If you're a cigar smoker and you like to kick back with a good premium stogie, man, and just laugh at the world, just blow smoke. That's our specialty at QM, by the way, blowing smoke. Then Bahia Cigars by Tony Burhani is absolutely for you. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-grade tobacco processed and aged up to 10 years, but he is a real boutique cigar maker, and they specialize in small-batch, hard-to-find tobacco. But he a gold flagship line gets a 91 rating by Cigar Fisonado Cigar Insider and 9.1 by Schmoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also, be sure to try their Bahia de Sao. The hottest release cigar in the last 10 months gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Fish and Outer Cigar Insider. By the way, did I mention that uh, we lucked out on the lotto and got the uh, World Cup tickets for Germany and Ecuador and oh, Berlin? You, so you're going? No, I'm not going. My two friends who are going on the trip with me, they're going. You think I'm going to go watch a soccer match? But they're going to see Germany and Ecuador. I hope they survive it. You could anyway, there's, I'm doing a spot now. Sorry. Well, I'm trying to, like, you know, if I, if I interject there, might at least it changes the copy up a little bit. But to say it was a powerful cigar with complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and a note of charred wood. Watch out for that charred wood. If you want to save 40% there off the price of all your Bahia cigars, when you call, tell them that Neil Rogers sent you, and, boy, they will pee in their pants laughing, and they'll also save you 40%. Call them toll-free, 1-800-35-BAHIA, and light up and blow that smoke. 1-800-35-BAHIA. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Thank it, baby. I've been standing in line for the past 147 days. I live with my mom. Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith. 
It's really awesome. And there's Darth Vader. C-3PO is in it, as well as R2-D2. There's gonna be lightsabers. And even Alec Guinness, who's been dead for many, many years. And there's other special effects. Oh, yeah. George Lucas is going to make $942 trillion and 27 cents. And the guy who was in line ahead of me... (laughs) I like that. I'm playing a lot of old stuff these last three days of the week, you know? Why not? Dig out some of this oldie stuff. Although I do want to play that. Uh, what's that one that we started with yesterday? The one you like so much? No, there's two of you like. The one about don't if I. Oh yeah, the Jewish. If you're horny, you marry a Jew. And what's the other one about? Oh, don't play a fart. I think we'll play those uh, side by each. Seven hundred and sixty-six votes, man. Anybody doesn't think we're getting a thousand today? You are crazy. You're retarded. Five six seven. Let's take a little flurry of call here. Okay, we'll intersperse a few. I got a fairly important pile today. Plus, you'll notice I got most of my voice back. Well, you'd like to take a call, but. Uh... Well, once the listen, once the if you maybe you weren't paying attention in the very beginning there, but once I took that first one from that 400-year-old racetrack uh, goat, they were flashing like crazy because they thought I was going to take them. I'll catch them off guard when they least expected. He was all whipped up about Jerry Lewis. No, he was all whipped up about why we don't do the crossover anymore. He was another one of those old losers, all those old toads okay, hanging around he was, out uh, there in the Jerry Lewis era. Oh no, he was old enough to be Jerry's grandpa. Are you kidding me? He was 125 easy. How come you are doing at the harness race here? <laughs> when, when you start hearing that crocky, you know, the death rattle, then you know they're at least 110 years old. I was afraid that was what I was starting to do, but it was just that phlegm, man. It's that post-nasal drip. It comes from my father's side of the family. Actually, my uncle, my uncle Hyman. Can we say that on the air? Hyman Roth? No, not Hyman Roth. Hyman B. Helfer. Anyway, he's dead, but he had a very, <coughs> you know, he had that. <coughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, you know something? In the movie, it, that's amazing. In the movie, Hyman Roth was doing that, too. <laughs> Remember that? No, I don't. Yeah, if you want, I swear to you, there will be people I don't, d- I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Listen to me. It's very noticeable. Every time he talks, when he's talking with Michael, <laughs> he had the, <laughs> maybe he was part of the family, too, Hyman. Maybe it's a Hyman. Anyway, my thing. uncle was a really good guy. He gave me my first dog. For those, you notice that now that my dogs are both dead, we get more conversation about, especially Tiny, about my dogs now that they're dead. When they were alive, nobody gave a crap about them. But now that Tiny is uh, sleeps with the fishes, now all of a sudden they're <coughs> like that. WQAM, hello. Yeah, speaking of losers, what happened to Norm Kent? He's uh, still losing it. Well, what does that mean? What happened to Norma Kent? She's still losing it. He sent me a very emotional email, and I emailed him back, because I felt sorry for her. I said, oh, I don't, you know, you're, you're doing your best. It ain't very good, but you're doing your best. No, he's, he's trying to deal with impossible people. The Beasleys are not going to change. That's what I emailed him back. And that's true. They're not going to change. And this new management now we got, he, doesn't, he just doesn't respond. He just stonewalls. That's the second time I've sent him a couple of emails. I mean, granted, they were both a little on the caustic side, but you get exasperated. I spent an hour on the phone with the guy, too. Uh, it'll be three weeks ago Friday. And then they had that ridiculous meeting last week at which Norman noticed that Clarence was a handsome young man. And that, and that was it. So you can understand my frustration because nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. And, and I, I say that's fine. That's what they want, Great. Just keep paying us. I say Hank stays out in the morning, and if they want to move him, sue their ass. Just, just stir up a, a fuss. Sit on their, sit on their uh, head. And if Hank sits on you, man, you'll know it. You'll know you've been sat on. Right? Yes, you will. I think everybody ought to play hardball. I mean, they created this mess. They screwed it all up, and now we're, like, we're responsible to try to straighten it out for them. That's one of the reasons now, and I mean, at least on my part, for my own salvation, that uh, we got rid of that crossover. I want the show 10 to 2, period. And when the crossover, when they kept backing it up to 9.58 and 59 every day, that's not my idea of a crossover. 
That's like inviting Hank on as much as I like Hank, inviting him on as a guest every day for 10 or 15 minutes. Well, that's not the idea of it. That isn't what it was supposed to be all about. But every morning show we've ever had on this station, they can't, they for whatever reason, they well, they have those scintillating sports interviews, you know? Yeah. And they do Ira and, uh, and uh, who's the other ones? Oh, Eric. Huh? Randy Fund. Uh, Randy Riley and all these other people. Everybody. And so yeah. they, they just drag on and on. And as a result, they can never get off the air on time. So they back up. Remember the first team? They, oh, they're going to be two or three minutes late today. Remember that? Uh, you don't remember that. Tommy probably does. Every damn day. I used to say, do they have a clock in there? Can they tell time? Can somebody read them what the time is, for Christ's sakes? Well, they had a very important interview this morning. And, of course, if it has to do with sports, it's got to be more important than this show in our lousy 9 and 10 shares. WQAM, hello. QAM. You can do it. I'm positive. Oh, I can I smell it. Yeah, I knew you could do it. WQAM, hello. It's Cladic Wednesday. Oh, is it? WQAM, hello. Wonderful program. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that death rattle I was talking about. That's it. So, sounds like Reverend Schwartz there is on a way out. Wouldn't that be a shame? Oh! WQAM, hello. Long live George W. Bush. Yeah, and thank you for those low gas prices. Oh, too. Yeah, bye-bye, schmuck. 5670560, oh, pound 560, leave a and singular wireless line. I mean, there's nobody with a brain that would say that, so that obviously was a crank call, obviously a put-on. 775 votes on the pool. Let's see how the God Squad is doing here with us today, huh? All you kids out there that are off for the summertime, don't listen to this show because your parents will get really pissed off. Because there's no Santa Claus, there's no Tooth Fairy, and there certainly ain't no God. Okay, there ain't no Jesus, and there ain't no Moses, and there ain't no Abraham Solomon. All a bunch of Bubba Mice's fairy tales, as the Chinese like to say. And there ain't nothing like fairy tales. You fairy! 775 votes. What's the best evidence there is no God? Half the world is starving, 151. Yeah, let him eat. Maybe he's like Marie Antoinette. Let him eat cake, huh? Maybe they would like cake. I can't believe you forgot that Hyman Roth was doing that all through the movie, for crying out loud. Don't you remember he was in ill health? He was illin. Don't you remember the scene in the hospital? I do. Where that big assassin comes in, and a big scary guy comes in with a pillow and is going to, like, suffocate him. And then all of a sudden, bada-bing! I do like that one line, though. And there's nobody, nobody who says it like James Caan. Bing, you blow their brains all over your nice side release suit. You know, all the Sopranos crap, which I don't watch it, so maybe it's a great show. I don't know. Well, but, it was a great show. Oh. But, you know, when you're ripping off The Godfather, you're, just, you're, you're really reaching maybe a little bit too high, okay? It's, it's a reach. It's not it's necessarily a, a rip-off. I mean, it's not The lines, like it's, man. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Come on. Well, bada-bing is like a strip club that he owns. But I'm just saying, like, they, it's yeah, not... But where did, that, where did that come from, huh? What are you going to do? Nice college boy, huh? They want to get mixed up in the family business? Huh? Now you want to gun down a police captain because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you think? This is the army where you shoot him a mile away? you got to get up close like this. And bing You blow their brains all over your nice side relief suit. Come in. Mwah! You're taking this very person. Mwah! Even the East Side Mario's, do you ever see their spots? Bada-bing, bada-boom. See, everybody wants to rip off the Godfather. Everybody tries. But they don't come close. No. 779 votes on there. None. No evidence there's no God. There is a God. 148. 18.9% of you silly people. Like that. We know there's only... Oh, God. Bad things happen to good people, 128. Well, that's just, uh, you know, Schmidt happens, right? Look at us. Look what happened to us here at QAM. No one has ever seen God, 117. That, that ought to be a good one on the poll, too. What's the best evidence there is no God? How, do we, how would we word that? I'll think about that. You know what I'm saying? Not Although really. I think Joyce may, uh, she may fill the bill on that. John Lennon murdered and Michael Bolton lives 112. I rest my case on that. I hate this pool 71. Joyce Fitch 34. That bitch. And prayer seldom gets answered 13. 18. Well, he's, he's busy, the Lord. He's very busy. He's got big fish to fry. 
And speaking of fish, how's Sandra Gray doing or whatever her name? What was the guy? Susan Gray, I'm sorry. Do you have any idea who that is? Uh, I believe I do. Who is that? I, I don't know. Now that you put me on the spot. I feel no, like I do you know see, who that is, though. It's your Alzheimer's kicking in already. I it's the punk Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's from doing too many drugs. Don't you remember the guy on Monday? He kept calling in along with all the other great calls we had. Every two minutes, Susan Gray and something with fish stories, you know, which we obviously know where he was headed, but that's beside the point. I don't even know who the hell that is. Do you? No. Google it. See who Susan Gray is. Doing it right now. Probably his ex-wife. 1057 at 560 WQ. Oh, there's that Jonathan King there, the pool reporter on the trip to Iraq. He's got his head so far up Bush's ass. Of the past, the oh, my God. You talk about a shill. You gotta hang. I, I think this guy's doing it with Anderson Pooper. I really believe it. If you love the finer things in life, then I guarantee you love Stogie's, Miami's quintessential cigar shop in Kendall. With South Florida's largest selection of cigars, Stogie's of Kendall is sure to have all your favorites. Stogie's got over a thousand open boxes of cigars to choose from and guaranteed to have some of your favorites there waiting for you, including Arturo, Arturo Fuente, Padron, Monte Cristo, Romeo and Julieta, and all the other top names in the cigar biz, including a large selection of premium cigars that close out prices, too, as well as the obscure and hard-to-find Stogie's. So come into Stogie's today and enjoy a smooth smoke in their wine lounge featuring some of the finest boutique wines from around the world. Join Stogie's every Friday for their wine tasting from 5 to 8 p.m., featuring some of the most delicious Bordeaux that France has to offer. You'll find Stogie's at 11612 North Kendall Drive, and Stogie's open every day of the week, seven days a week. Or you can call them to reserve a box of your favorite cigars. Call Stogie's at 305-598-9820. Say hi to Mario and the girl, Sandra and Yanni, and receive a free cigar of the day when you stop into Stogie's. Or call them, like I say, at 305-598-9820. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. You could abort every black baby in this country, and your crime rate would go down. Beanie-eyes, he looks like a nerd. They call him Bird. Gene Krupa, Gene Krupa, Dennis Wilson, or Karen Carpenter? It's pretty tough, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What are you laughing at? Now, did you see the movie uh, Standing in the Shadows of Motown? Me, no. You'd like that. 
Yeah. Do you think, do you think he'd like that? I would, yeah. He's a musician. He's a music guy. You probably would appreciate the Motown guys, even if you're not that big into Motown music. No, they're good. Huh? I said no. <laughs> Some of them are very talented. Yeah. You don't think uh, Neil Peart deserves to be in that category? Oh, which, by the way, um, I know you didn't watch it, but I forgot, I've forgot. got I'll look it up. I forgot the guy's name. Uh, Michael McDonald. He sung the uh, national anthem last night. Is that right? McDonald? Am I right? Michael McDonald. Yeah. Is he kind of Mark McDonald that drives at uh, Woodbine? Or Anthony McDonald that won two races last night? No. Oh. Who the hell is the Michael McDonald? They what? said some Motown, Motown great Michael McDonald singing the national anthem. I'll, I'll Google him. I never heard of no Michael. Okay. Uh, does Michael McDonald oh, by the way, sound that's like a Susan Gray, wait, wait a musician as well. Oh. Does Michael McDonald sound like a Motown person to you? No, he was a white guy. I'm just saying, uh, you know, whatever. He's the white guy with gray hair. You know who, who you're talking about. They presented him that way, so hey. Oh, that old toad. Yeah, I know who that yeah. is. Yeah. <clears throat> He's an old toad. So who cares about that? We have 801 votes on the poll. And 19.1% of this audience believes there is a God. Oh, that is scary to me. I would have thought that this audience by now would be way beyond that, you know? At least elevated out of the sandbox into, like, kindergarten. Come on, get with it. Oh, the Lord works in me. Oh, it goes to this intense brainwashing. I just saw a piece on there on the Internet, which I'm always scouring during every break. Uh, I just saw a piece in there about the Southern Baptists. They're having, uh, at their convention today, they're deciding whether to, like, really push for all the Southern Baptists to take their kids out of public school and, like, uh, you know, homeschool them, you know, so they can really brainwash them and ingrain them with uh, stupidity and hate. They don't want to expose them to, like, any minor enlightenment that they might find in public school, you know. So they want to, like, uh, boycott the public schools, which is probably good because what rational people want their kids to be going to school with a bunch of Southern Baptists anyway, right? Right. I think most people would prefer the Mormons anyway. They're snappy dressers, and they have that magic underwear. And I think they wear a little bit too tight because, boy, they sure are horny, the Mormons. What? No, you're well, right. That's, that, that's why they got like a lot of those polygamists out there. Got like 75 wives, and they're doing it with like their 10-year-old daughters and all this other crap. Good for them, huh? They wear that. Ma what? Good for them? They're doing their 10-year-old daughters? No, good for them. They have multiple wives. Oh. Well, now why would you say that? There's nothing wrong with that. Not my bag, but you know, go for it. Boy, you are you're a good one to talk, man. You are such a pervert. Oh, there's Dana Bash, man. Oh, God, if anybody needs to have her head bashed in, there she is. The, she's the shrunken head on CNN. Dana Bash on Capitol Hill. Dana Bash. <laughs> and there's Mrs. Limbaugh. And you wonder why we get this propaganda passes off for news? Jonathan King, he's got his, he's got his head coming out of W's earlobe. That's how far he's in there. Good God. Rectum. Scary. WQAM, hello. QAM, intellectual line, hello. Oh, he we missed a good one. That, that was going to be the one. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, hey, tell Neil that Michael McDonald's from the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, what's he got to do with Motown? That's that's the guy, yeah, the old gray-haired guy. Motown. You think the Doobie Brothers are Motown? Huh? I don't know if that's right. Is that right? No, I don't think so. Did you Google Michael McDonald? I'm about to. Well, get with it, man. Get with it. He sure as hell wasn't nothing to do with Motown. There was a couple they of, you know, presented him like, uh, you know, master of Motown or whatever they said when he came out. I'm just telling you. Master of Motown? Maybe that means he once ate at uh, the Chintiki in Detroit or something. Master of Motown, my ass. I, I remember, I can... I can no funk brother, I know that. He was what? He was not one of the funk brothers, I guarantee you that. And don't say that again, by the way. WQAM, hello. Uh, that guy just stole my call. But, hey, you know, it's funny that... Uh, well, wait a minute, was Michael McDonald one of the Doobie Brothers? Yeah, he was the main singer. He did, like, you know, Old Blackwater, Keep On Rolling. Well, I'll be damned. It goes to show you how old uh, that is, how old we are. Exactly. I thought he's old and gray and uh, still up there by himself. Well, it's nothing like being old. The only thing uh, better than being old and gray is being old and gay. Right. 
So tonight is Ann Coulter and George Carlin on Leno. Yeah, I know. I've been, I've been reading about that. I'll be sure to miss that. Thanks. Why, why, why do all these idiots keep putting her on ear, giving her airtime? It beats the hell out of me, you know? Because everybody will tune in because they hate her. I, I wouldn't watch her for like four seconds, you know? I, I'd rather pull my teeth out with no anesthetic with the pliers than watch that bitch, that slut. Don't forget, rhymes with what they do on fourth down in football most of the time. That's her. That, that was a good column the other day. 815 votes, man. We're easing into 1,000. I think today's going to be a stellar day. It's flag day. Michael McDonald was the lead singer for the Doobie Brothers? I don't know. Yeah, he was. I'll be damned. See, and you're poo-pooing this guy. You're poo-pooing it, man. What are you talking about? You were, you were saying uh, he wasn't, uh, that's not the guy. I, I, I don't consider that Motown. I think it Motown. is not. What do you mean you don't consider it Motown? Well, thank you very much, okay? I'm glad that we asked your opinion. As if there's a doubt. Well, then maybe the... Uh, the Doobie Brothers were as white as the fallen snow. What do they got to do with Motown? I have huh? no idea. It's not even in the same era, okay? Motown was in the 60s. What, what, what were most of the Doobie Brothers? 70s, I would say? Wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. 70s, 80s even. It Doobie was Brothers. late 70s, yeah. Yeah, there you go. 70s into the 80s. Doobie Brothers. You know what it was? I was on Zeta, you know man. I played the Doobie Brothers. And when it comes to Doobies, uh, you go go talk to the Beast. You know, go talk to I, Tommy there. On his website, it's, it's He'll you know, you a couple classifying of it as pop rock. So it's just the uh, the people at the AAA need to get it together. I mean, when they announced him, they said, oh, uh, you know, great uh, Motown singer Michael McDonald. Get out of here. I'm telling you. You're dreaming. Somebody had to see it, okay? I was, I was watching it in a bar. That's man. And they had the audio on the it. The AAA arena. I, I mean, what the hell does Mickey Arison know about today in my Motown anyway? He wouldn't know David Ruffin from a Jimmy Ruffin. And of course, neither did I. I keep getting them confused. Now, which one? Let's see. David Ruffin, I know, is dead. WQAM, hello. QAM. That is a riot when you push that game. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, Michael McDonald, the Doobie Brothers had a couple singers. He wasn't the main lead singer. He was one of them. He did, like, Taking It to the Street, and, and you'll know his voice. Um, he went off on his own and tried his solo career, and he just was sort of middle of the road. I saw him in concert. He was just okay. He, he was like, like a minor league Michael Bolton, I think. Uh, probably, yes. but with a different class, though. I, I, um, what's the word? He, he's just okay. He had a different... Um, what is it? A different he's kind of like, like, like Barry Manilow with a smaller schnoz. I guess so. But anyway, yeah, he, he was one of the lead singers, not the one. But, you yeah. know, he, he took it to the streets, and I guess he sort of just uh, ended up in the middle of it, though. Well, that's what happens to most of those guys. They take it to the streets. Right. Okay, thanks, Bill. Thank you. Spare some change, mister, A. Eh? Have a nice day, eh? <laughs> <laughs> now, did they drop the God Bless up there? I, I never heard anybody here say God Bless. Really? Because all the guys, you know, with the signs... That stand on the on the road, you know, when you pull off the exit. You mean there? God bless. Not here. No, that Red Skelton said that at the end of the show, Red Skelton, before you were born. When the Doobie Brothers were singing, taking it to the streets with all the homeless, all the decrepit. All the people that are sitting there pretending. There's one lady here. She sits in the same spot every single day for years I've seen her. And uh, she never has her teeth in. She always makes sure she leaves her teeth in a glass fizzing at home, you know. Well, that'll have give people more sympathy. Absolutely, that's the idea. I, I have a feeling. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think that when she leaves. No, actually, they did a, a an expose on this about two years ago. They showed this one bag lady, and they showed at the end of the day, um, she went to her very nice late model car, and they followed her, and she went to her beautiful condominium, and she's loaded, and that, that's what she does for a living. She's a panhandler. Well, what's she? You know, got to give her credit. Although I, I'd be honest with you, I get tired of it. The only time it's really nasty is up north, like in the wintertime here. 
And then, then you realize who's for real and who's just making, who's funny, you know? Yeah, that girl's not No, there. no, seriously, because when you see these poor schleppers, I, I was sitting on cardboard on a street corner, and it's like 14 below zero, and there's like 16 feet of snow on the ground, then you start to wonder, what's this all about, eh? Well, that's the one shame of this place, man. There's too many homeless people. They're always threatening they're going to do something about it, and they're going to, but, 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 you know. And you see the same, it's like they got the franchise. You see the same people on the same corner or in the same spot every day. Well, maybe they know where the hot money spots are. That's probably it. 825 votes on the poll, baby. We are kicking some big, fat, smelly, kosher ass. I'll tell you that right now. Now, you got any food today or what? Well, not yet, but Howie's just coming in. Howie's just coming in? That's because Tommy is there. Tommy says the least we can do is feed him. He's up to 178. Don't feed him too much. I still don't believe that. I, I don't know. You want me to send a picture of me? No, I, I, don't want, I know what you look like, okay? I mean, uh, although you I'm do look a lot better guy. with the shorter hair. Has he still got the shorter hair now? Yeah, I have short hair. Boy, don't, don't go that, you look, clean that girly hair back again, man. That was, that was bad. You didn't like, like that? that bad wig that Reva is wearing on Guiding Light. 1113 at 560 WQM. The summer season is here, baby. It's going to be 182 degrees in the shade pretty soon, and that means it must be close to Father's Day. So do something this Sunday for your father. Sunday, June 18th is Father's Day. And, of course, every day likes to have a great meal on Father's Day. So it's time for you to call the melting pot and make your reservation for Father's Day. And schlep that along. He'll have a great time. And, of course, you will, too. The Melting Pot is a fantastic fondue restaurant. In addition to their famous cheese and chocolates, they serve up some serious meats and fish for hungry dads like yours. I wonder what Susan Gray thinks about that. Hearty entrees from center cut filet mignon to black and shrimp, teriyaki sirloin, pork, lobster, and more. The Melting Pot definitely serves serious food for serious appetites. Nobody walks out of there hungry. They waddle out of there with a big smile on their fat puss. And they have an award-winning wine list to boot. And don't forget, of course, the piece of resistance... The Melting Pot's famous desserts, boy. You start dipping your fruits and all your other goodies in those chocolates. It is unbelievable. So put a smile on Dad's face this Father's Day. Call and make that call today. Invite Dad to dip into something different and delicious at the Melting Pot nearest by you. A full four-course fondue gift for Dad from you. And don't forget to tell him that old Neil sent you by to the Melting Pot in Kendall, North Miami Beach, Cooper City, Boca, Fort Lauderdale, and, of course, how could we forget Coral Springs? This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Congratulations. Get a life. Now when he's in the bathroom, better keep the door shut. There's no other smell like it. No ifs, ands, or buts. And when he is napping, better leave him alone. Or at you, he'll be snapping. Cause he's dad to the bone. Dad to the bone. Dad to the bone. Dad. 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 Dad to the bone. And when Father's Day comes, he'll say his presents lame. He'll toss it aside and ask when's the game. We want to tell him we love him, but he would just moan and yell, go bug your mother. Because he's dad to the bone. Dad to the bone. Dad to the bone. Dad. You must listen to more Howard David. Did you know that? 1119 at 560 WQM. The Doobie Brothers, rock group formed in San Jose, California. Patrick Simmons, vocals and guitar. Tom Johnston, vocals and guitar. Tyran Porter, bass. And John Hartman and Mike Hassa, Hassock, drums. 
Well, Mike Hasek was the greatest drummer of all time next to Karen Carpenter and Dennis Wilson. And Dennis Wilson, man, he sure could, couldn't swim too good for a surfer. Uh, maybe he was a little, little pie-eyed. Keith Knudsen replaced Hasek in 73. Jeff Skunk Baxter guitar joined in 74. Michael McDonald, vocals and keyboards, joined in 75. Johnston left in 78. Hartman and Baxter left in 79. John McPhee guitar. Cornelius Bumpus on the sax. Don't let Cornelius Bumpus. And Chef McCracken. Uh, is that it? Yeah, Chef McCracken on the drums joined. Oh, he's the best drummer of all time, I think. So you know Phil McCracken? Disbanded in 83, reformed in 88 with Simmons, Johnston, Porter Hasek, and Bobby Lakind percussion. Lakind out of cancer in 92 at the age of 47. First hit, listen to the music. Oh, I like that. 1972. Oh, Jesus is all right. Oh, my God. What is wrong with me for crying out loud? If I was on top of this, where the hell is that? Here it is. How do you like that, huh? Wow. Michael McDonald lives, baby. Long train running. China Grove. Blackwater. Take me in your arms. What a fool believes. Take me to the streets. And then they kind of like went away. Right. Okay, that's enough of that. So there you go, a little Doobie Brothers action. Michael McDonald from the Motown Times. <laughs> oh. Did they really say that and the public didn't, like, uh, have a riot or anything? No. Nobody said anything. Well, what do you expect? Wait, you think those people there at the, at the Heat game, you think they know anything about Motown? All no. those pasty white people there watching a bunch of seven-foot-tall dark guys play? You think they know anything about uh, Motown, huh? Yeah. Or the icy sleeve? Speaking of fans rioting, Thailand. I would say it's Bangkok, Thailand. I'm not sure we can say that. Thai police are searching for a gunman who shot and killed two football fans at a beach resort after complaining they were cheering too loudly during a broadcast of Italy's World Cup opener against Ghana today. Well, actually, that was yesterday, but that's what officials said today. Well, they must be in the middle of... Uh, am I on the wrong channel here? Where's my damn uh, World Cup channel? Today, it was very subtle, the way that the tug outside the air, as we saw. Yeah, oh, about, talk about constipated, man. Give, give me a guy some uh, Maalox. The two men, both Thais, were watching Italy's 2 nothing win over Ghana at a restaurant Monday at the Thai beach resort town of Paraya and erupted in roars when Italy scored its first goal, said Panifa Watakul, a girlfriend of one of the victims. Hey, how's it going, Panifa? A man seated at a nearby table asked him to quiet, quiet down, prompting a heated argument during which the man pulled out a handgun and shot the football fans at point-blank range. The victims were identified as Chamalong Rongsang, 30. He was... About 30, man! And Samnuk Sankin, 41. Well, what names those ties have got, you know? Police know the identity of the gunmen who fled after the shooting. Thailand has never competed in the World Cup, but despite the Southeast Asian nation's poor showing on the international football stage, millions of fans are glued to their TVs during the World Cup, and millions of dollars are spent on illegal betting. Wow. Ooh. Pattaya, about, about 70 miles southeast of Bangkok, is known for its beaches, its thriving sex industry, and high crime rate. How do you like that? Hey, uh, knock, uh, tone it down a little bit, will you? Come on. Maybe they went to that gun show that Tommy's always pitching on his station. You're going to stop doing those or what? Those damn gun show spots. What do you mean stop? No, no, that, just, just relax. I know you've got nothing to do with it. Just putting you on the spot. Aren't you embarrassed doing that? No, I love guns. Do you really? No, actually, I don't own one. I'm not a big fan of guns. No, oh. but you'll you'll you know you'll lie like the rest of us. You'll pretend you go along with anything. So I get paid for See it. Tommy at the gun show this weekend, by the way, folks. No, oh, yeah. he's going to be shooting them up. And if you make too much noise, but a bing. <laughs> I, I want you to watch Godfather Two again, please. I'm begging you. Even just fast forward through it to watch Hyman Roth, and you'll notice he <laughs> he does that through the whole movie. 
See, I can't turn those off, though. When I, I mean, once I... But I'll, I'll kill about five hours for it. It's long. 862 votes on the pool. What's the best evidence there is no God? The God Squad. Oh, look at that. They're k kicking ass. None. There is a God. 187, 19.3. There you go, you heathen bastard. They're really uh, showing me a thing or two, aren't they? Huh? They oh, got yeah. me convinced. There is a God. I'm looking up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Holy crap, it's God. And man, is he ever ugly. 167. And, of course, all, all the depictions of God, always, you know, the old man with the white long beard. Kind of looks a little like Sandy Claus when he come right down to it, doesn't he? Yeah, just real skinny. He's always got that big staff, you know, that staff of life, like like a shepherd, like those guys up there in uh, in um, that movie. Gandalf, Florida. Bare-ass bare mounting, you know. They were all hurting the sheep. They were hurting each other, if you ask me, the way they were going at it. But anyway, I didn't watch after that because I knew there was going to be no more rape scenes. Remember that fax that day? That, that, was, that, that George was right about that. That was one of the classics. He guy's all pissed off because I won't watch Shawshank Redemption. I got it. I went out and spent my own money to buy it. I even bought the Schindler's List. Look, I'm telling you, it's a good Remember movie. Remember that Hall & Oates song, Your Kisses on Schindler's List? Yeah. I, I'm just... So, I mean, so is Schindler's List, but a uh, different kind of movie. Yeah. But uh, I like Shawshank a lot. Well, good. I got it. If I bought it, doesn't that mean that eventually I'll watch it someday? One of these days. When I'm really bored, terminally? I just figured I'd heckle you a little bit. I had to do that with City of God. Tommy, did you see like a Shawshank Redemption? Nope. Good. You see a Schindler's List? Nope. Good. See, there's two of us. Not that we're militant about it. We just have no interest, okay? Schindler's List is about old Jews, okay? I don't want to see about old Jews. I grew I My whole family was old Jews, okay? Including me now. I'm an old Jew. What do I want to see more about old Jews? In fact, this station is about old Jews. So if I want to see old Jews, man, I'll go to Sunrise Lakes. I don't need to go watch a movie, but I'll watch it someday. And then what, the, the thing about the, oh, there's that rape scene in prison though, that the guy was all whipped up about. That's none of that facts. Well, it's more of a fight. They don't show anything. No. Oh, damn, in that case, forget it. I'm taking it back for a refund. 872 votes. The best evidence there is no God. None. There is a God. Neil, 19.4%, 170. The God Squad. Crazy people. Half the world is starving, 161. Well, God's not a very good farmer. I think that's the problem. He's not good on the produce. Bad things happen to good people, 148. No one has ever seen God, 128. And the ones who do, most of them are like uh, stoned. Timothy Leary saw God. John Lennon murdered. Michael Bolton lives, 126. Karen Carpenter's dead and Gloria Stefan is still alive. I think that's another one in the same category. I hate this pool, 84. Joyce Fitz, 36. She's the epitome of uh, the Antichrist. And the prayer seldom gets answered, 19. Well, maybe God doesn't answer prayer. Did you ever stop thinking about that? Maybe we don't have the right bat line. Call up Commissioner Gordon and see if we can get the number for the bat phone, okay? All right. During the to break. the bat the mobile, please, Robin. And watch out with those tights, man. You might, like, uh, scorch yourself. Did you ever stop and think about that when they were wearing them tights and they were sliding down that pole? I sure hope they greased it, like, in the fire, in the, uh, fire uh, places. You I'm know? sure they did. In the fire department. You got a little bat grease on there. You think? Sure. I was hoping that's what that was. Guano. Hey, all you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Poker's got all the gambling action you want and something special for all the men that come out to the track this Saturday, June 17, for Father's Day Eve. All of the men willing to admit being 18 and older. And believe me, at Pompano Park, they'll be 18 and older, believe you me. They'll get a free entry blank to win $1,000 in betting vouchers this Saturday night. Drawings will take place after the 6th and 7th races. You must be there to win. Prizes include a $50, $100, $150, $200, $500 betting vouchers. What guy do you know who doesn't love to get some extra cash? Plus, there'll be drawings for tickets to upcoming Marlins baseball games. 
So make your plans now. Tell a wife, girlfriend, or significant other, even your mother-in-law, tell them all you want to go to Pompano Park this Saturday for the great Father's Day Eve drawings. Pompano Park is easy to get to. It's a half mile from both 95 and the Turnpike. And, best of all, Pompano Park offers you free admission and free general parking every single day. Live harness racing in our great smoke-free poker room. Every open every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker gets underway at noon. Uh, like today, today is Wednesday, and it goes on till midnight. And live racing gets underway nightly at 7:25 p.m. And speaking of Wednesdays, don't miss out on dollar nights every Wednesday, like today. That's when draft beer, sodas, hot dogs, and more just a buck a piece, starting at 6 p.m. Pompano Harness, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Power Line Road. For the current racing schedule, go online at pompanopark.com or call 954-972-2000. This is Neil Rogers, Mark McDonald. This is and Maury McDonald and Anthony. Yes, you've heard about the place of Jesus on a piece of toast, the place on a bagel, even on a potato chip. Now you can eat like the King of Kings with the new God Pockets. Little round taste treats with a flaky crust and the face of God, or maybe Willie Nelson, on them. Just lay your hands on them and pop them in the toast oven. And in just minutes, they are hot as hell. Oh, Jesus, yes, you can have them for breakfast. Yes, have them for communion or a heavenly midnight snack. Also available in kosher. When you smell the burning bush, you know they're ready. God pockets from the makers of Mohammed Bites. Right next to the pie a la mode in the freezer section. See you, man. Amen. Let's get some of them kosher God pockets for Gary Sarner. What do you say? That's one of my favorites. And then we'll throw in a bacon cheeseburger, a bacon double cheeseburger just to piss him off because it's really extra trafe. Okay, here's two facts now to kind of straighten out this big controversy that Josh started. Here's one that says, you are correct. The arena announced him, meaning Michael McDonald, as a, motion, a Motown recording artist. PSE sucks. And then here's another one. Michael McDonald's last two CDs were Motown and Motown 2, which both charted well, is what they were referring to. Well, thanks for straightening that out for us, okay? Michael McDonald got about as much to do with Motown as my ass has got to do with beauty, okay? I mean, let's, let's get serious. God. But there he goes with that God stuff again. Neil, God! I said he wants to. He ain't no Ben Harper, Michael McDonald. He ain't even no Marvin Gaye. Oh, I bet you wonder how I knew about your plans to make me blue. I tell you, now there's... Okay, that's enough. There's a movie I could actually watch every week. For the rest of my life. Not not the whole thing, but like, you know, selected parts. It was good. Damn it, good. It, 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 I see you're not. You're a punk. Tommy, I think, would like it, though. Even what though, what you is know, wrong he resists. with you, man? What? You, what? You, go on the, you assume things. Like, what's wrong with you? I said I liked it a lot. Yeah, but I think you're, like, trying to, like, suck up a little bit, you know. Although that would yeah, be your I style. Yeah, because I do no. that, yeah. No, that's not your style. That's right. You're, you're a hard ass. You got that from George. Be a hard ass. Uh-oh, a five alarm fire at a building near Chicago. And there's a fire truck and there's some firemen are sliding down that greased pole. Oh, my God. Man. I noticed the paramedics in their spare time, a lot of them go over to the fire department, too, and they slide down the greased pole with a fireman. Just like for practice. 885 votes on the pole. Joke, I'm gonna, I got a little material here I want to use today because now I can actually speak. I want to apologize for yesterday. I should have taken the day off. I didn't realize when I sat down here that I, I that phlegm thing was like as bad as it was. That was pretty annoying, wasn't it? Well, you've been doing that for a little bit now. Well, yeah, because I'm trying to, I'm over this thing now. Did you hear it today at all? Maybe just a little tiny trace, okay? Like the classics four would say, traces of uh, phlegm. Remember that song? No. 
See, if George was there, he'd already be playing the Doobie Brothers, so it's a good thing he's not. Because I, you know, I love the Doobie Brothers. I just don't want to hear them. But all that music, remember the stuff he sent me? Yeah, you it's got all it. all on there. All the Doobies are on there. And there's nothing like an iPod. I'm going to say it again. FM radio, you, got, you guys might as well turn your transmitters off. In fact, why, the, why not just put us on FM and ditch all that crappy music in South Florida? We get it like a, at least get it up to a 10 share again. Get some people under the age of 100. You know, nobody listens to AM radio, and now pretty soon nobody's going to listen to FM radio because everybody's got their MP3 player, their iPod, their, their uh, phone. That, you know, although, what, what kind of music quality do you get out of those phones, of the cell phones? Well, some of them, actually, good? Like some newer ones, yeah, they sound pretty good. Same as an iPod. Huh? Although, do you really want to, like, hold your phone and, you know, listen, and listen to, to music? That'd be like getting music off my BlackBerry. I don't want that. And I got my iPod docking station coming on. It's on the way. I mean, I'm a real hipster now, almost as hip as... Doi, 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 doi. Yeah. You're a real ding-dong daddy. A real ding-dong daddy, as hip as the uh, mole, doi, 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 doi. Now, don't be picking on Mr. Howard, because he's got relatives in the area. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> that was good. That was uh, the boyfriend. That was, uh, you know, your buddy's boyfriend. Joe Coniston in the New York Observer writes, A shameful silence on Coulter's spewing. And boy, as usual, Joe is... Absolutely correct, sir. Not long. And I won't have to be clearing my throat and go, <laughs> like Hyman Roth. I'm surprised we haven't any calls about that. All you Godfather experts out there, anybody that's seen that movie more than six, 700 times like I have knows that <clears throat> he's got that thing going through the whole deal there. It's a Jewish thing. Did you know that? Well, first it's a Hyman thing, and it's a Jewish thing. Well, don't you think Hyman Roth, or a.k.a. Meyer Lansky, don't you think he might have been a little bit Jewish? A little bit. Yeah. No, it really is. The post, like There are certain illnesses and certain diseases that are like... Uh, genetic, you know, they're like have an ethnic uh, thing to them. You're aware of that, I'm sure. Uh, I guess. Yes. And that whole post-nasal drip thing, I think it comes from eating too much deli. I'm serious, too much like uh, cheese blintzes, man. <laughs> like it gets, a, and you always got, see, I'm starting like myself now. Oh, God. Where's my spittoon? Mm. Boy, oh, boy, it's making a comeback. <laughs> there we go. That was for you, Joyce. Anyway, he writes, a shameful silence on Coulter's spewing with the predictable regularity of a locust plague. And Coulter and her enablers at the once reputable firm of Random House have issued yet another volume of fantastic entertainment. Now the hard-drinking, trash-talking, 40-something bachelorette builds herself as a Christian moralist in a holy battle against the liberal heathens. That whiff of brimstone in the air may be the only match he's striking for her next cigarette. But her version of Christianity turns out to be a strangely modern and convenient faith, which encourages heaping scorn on bereaved widows, bearing false witness against them on television, and publicly gloating over the ill-gotten profits thus attained. Leaving behind the golden rule of the Gospels to do unto others as you would have them do to you, she embodies a new rule of gold. You can never be too rich, too thin, or too vicious. Or too gay. Too vicious, however, is the only way to categorize Miss Coulter's attempted assassination of the 9-11 widows, known as the Jersey Girls, whom she accuses of enjoying the horrific deaths of their husbands in the World Trade Center Inferno. She harangues them as broads, witches, and millionaires, guilty of being self-obsessed and reveling in their status as celebrities while they are lionized on TV and in articles about them. Coming from an energetic publicity seeker like Miss Coulter, who still whines bitterly about her elongated cover shot in Time magazine, those insults are an exercise in self-parody. She goes on to complain that the widows, by telling their personal stories of loss, were able to shut down their critics with sentimentality. But that charge, too, is obviously false, since she's now reaping profits and publicity by savaging them. She's also a hypocrite, having freely brandished the name of her late friend Barbara Olson, tragically killed in 9-11, to lend impact to her own arguments. The truth about the Jersey girls is that they love their husband so deeply, of course. They and their children continue to suffer from the, uh, the loss that Miss Coulter so heartlessly mocks. The truth is that in their suffering, these courageous women join with other widows and family members to demand a serious investigation of 9-11.
Together, they organized, researched, and lobbied for thousands of hours to win the appointment of an independent commission against the determined political opposition of the White House. The truth is that their success was an important victory for every American without regard to party or ideology and a vindication of grassroots democracy. Well, I do like the grassroots. The nation owes them all a debt of gratitude. What is most disturbing about this episode is not that these women can be victimized by a brutal bully like Ms. Coulter, nor even that the mainstream media, which abandoned traditional standards of fairness and decency years ago, would eagerly assist her. Oh, she'll be on Leno tonight! That's our hideous political culture. What is most disappointing is the abject dereliction of the prominent politician who worked so closely with the Jersey Girls. John McCain and Jew Lieberman, the Senate sponsors of the bill that created the 9-11 Commission, both believed that an independent investigation was essential for reasons of honor and national security. They both knew that they couldn't have prevailed against the White House and the Republican congressional leadership without the help of the widows. In the fall of 2002, when their bill passed the Senate and the House, Mr. McCain acknowledged the efforts of the widows and their comrades. I also want to put in a special word for the families, he said after thanking his fellow statesmen. Without their unstinting support and efforts, we wouldn't be where we are here today. In the summer of 2004, when the Commission's reform recommendations were debated, Mr. Lieberman praised all the 9-11 families, including a special acknowledgement for the Jersey Girls. I continue to be awed and inspired by your ability to turn your personal tragedies into better public safety for the nation, said the Connecticut Senator, Jew Lieberman. And in the fall of 2005, when McCain needed citizen support for his worthy amendment to ban torture in the war against terrorism, the Jersey Girls rallied to his cause. He was glad enough of their support then. But that was then, and this is now. And these two pious politicians remain silent in the face of a malevolent attack visited on their erstwhile friends. Both men know that it's a lie to call these women partisans or profiteers. Both know that these women, and the families they helped to lead, brought honor and purpose to a legislative process that's often petty and corrupt. Shame on the silent senators, and please, let's hear no more from either of them for a while about tolerance, respect, and decency. High school, and you go, Joe. But you know something? Good article, but what does it have to do with... Yeah. Isn't that a good point? Can we just call Ann Coulter the uh, Antichrist? Yes. Man Coulter, the Antichrist, whatever you like. Big Adam's apple, or just call her... Yay. Hey, Ann. You fair. That's why she hangs out with Miss Fudge. Birds of a feather. Yeah. She's a bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> right. A skanky, nasty dyke. 11.42, 18 till noon, but she is very attractive, though. And uh, all this other stuff. And uh, gangrene and Listerine and Mr. Clean. God made all of it. His wrath shall wax hot. See, God is perfect. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He knows everything, so he knows ahead of time he's going to keep screwing everything up. Yes. And uh, that, that's part of the real insanity of it. But the fact, he, my wrath shall wax hot. And also in the Ten Commandments, doesn't he say, the Lord thy God is a jealous God, and you shouldn't have any other gods before me? Well, how can he be perfect, and you can have all these, fra all these human frailties? You get angry, and you're jealous. See, this is just caca, man. Even a child, a, a child. Without the brainwashing, at the age of like five or six, could sit down and you could spew him a bunch of crap like this. He'd say, come on, get out of here. If anybody that actually read the Bible doesn't think it's just a really good like Greek mythology story. It's not, it's not even good. It's disgusting. Yeah. And God is giving them instructions on how to smote, smite their enemies and kill every, make sure you get every one of them. Because, you know, if you leave one behind, that could be the bad one. And surely, disobedient children surely shall be put to death. And then, of course, the Goyim come along. Oh, but that was before, uh, what, what's the word they used? Before uh, Jesus, you know. Before salvation. Before Christ. Now you got a chance to get off the hook. It's like that guiding Shiite thing we play about. You know, surely uh, he'll be stoned twice in the same night. That's right. You can relate to that, both of you. 916 votes on a poll. I mean, the God BS. Just like Howard Beale said in that movie that you fell asleep. Now, did Tommy watch Network, or did I ask you that already? Did I watch what? Network. Network? The movie. Oh, no. Oh, you know, I... Crime is mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh! That's the best part. There, there you go. You saw it. Oh, okay, yeah, great. You didn't see it? No, I didn't. Oh, so what do you mean sarcastic? Then? Cut, cut back on his meat tomorrow, okay? 
All right, I'll, I'll take the rest for myself. Yeah, when Ruth Chris shows oh, up tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, cut okay. back a little cut on back his on my portion. Movie. Yeah. I didn't see American History, though. That was an excellent movie. American History X is excellent. Yes, yes, very good. Great. Right. Well, if you watch Network, I think you'd enjoy it. You're, yeah. you've, been, you've been on the periphery of the radio business for a few years now. Never been in it, but you've been on the edge of it. No, I've been on the edge. And, of course, recently you're, like, getting further and further away from it, but nevertheless. Wow. I don't forget what I said, Hank. Stay, stick with your guns, baby. Adamant. That's the, that's the new attitude. You know, when you send emails to a guy, I spent an hour on the phone with this guy three weeks ago this Friday. And the response is basically non-existent. His claim to fame is that he's now got two people in there in the studio, which, like I said before, is like, hey, make sure the transmitter's on when he comes on so the show can be on here. I mean, that, that, that's not an accomplishment. That's like automatic. It's like getting out of bed in the morning. I'm not highly impressed by such uh, basic uh, maneuvers, you know? Maybe get some copy. Maybe get uh, the schedule going. Maybe get certain people out of the middle of the daytime when people are awake and want to be entertained and don't want to hear that kind of sound. Maybe to do any of these things would be good. But no. So that makes me, I guess, the bad guy. As usual, that's okay. It's fine with me. So I'm, I'm no longer going to even make the attempt because he's non-responsive. He doesn't respond. When I, and all the points that I've made, I'm not one of those people that's looking for a problem. i got a great deal going here. Life is sweet. Sneaked out and went to Woodbine last night and got most of my money back after a rough start. <laughs> what? I lost about 300 bucks last night. Do you know what a wonderful night that is I for four it. hours of entertainment? I hit 500 on the wheel, and later on I was losing my ass and hit 1,000 on the wheel and got a whole bunch of spins after that, and cashed out of there. I lost 300 bucks. You know, I, I, say, I, I, like will, night. I feel like you always say that I won most of my money back after losing my ass. Right. Place. That's right. I got most of it back. I, I feel, feel like that's like you, your gambling experience. Like you, you go, you lose your ass. That, that is most correct. Of most, uh, you're very perspicacious. Most of the time you spend trying to get your money back. That's right, which is frustrating. But then, see, that's part of the psychology of it. Then when you do get, uh, on those rare occasions, when you do get uh, most or all your money back or actually wind up winning at the end, then you feel like you won a million bucks, see? When you've been struggling for hours to try to get your money back. That's the way they get you. And you walk out of there thinking, wow, I lost 300 bucks. I had a great time tonight. I'm not complaining. You don't hear me bitching about it. Nobody forced me to go. Nobody is holding me at gunpoint saying, you go there and, uh, you know, go to the ATM and pull out every dime you got. I, I do whatever the hell I want. Like I started to say before you interrupted me there. The only problem being that we've got people there who are just don't, they have no, no Rahmanis, man. They just don't understand life. They don't get it. This is a radio show. And even with the crocking and all the other stuff, not to pat myself on the back, but generally speaking, if I'm capable, if I'm not like dying over here, I show up when I'm supposed to, you know, on those 40 days a year when I'm supposed to work, I show up. Is that correct? That is correct, sir. How many six days, sick days have I had since you've been working the show? Maybe two? Yeah, probably two, three. Maybe. So I show up when I'm supposed to. That, that, that's the best I can expect. And try to put my, my, my big fat foot forward every day, you know? And what's their response? Oh, gee, he's making trouble again, and we're getting more emails. And he, I, I'm not, not that I'm hearing that, but you, you just know that's what's going on, you know? Because they don't want that. They don't want anybody who's going like, to request or uh, demand or scream and holler that they behave themselves like professional broadcasters, like do something that makes some sense, as opposed to continuing to degrade and humiliate. And, uh, but like I said, who cares? We'll take the money. If they don't care, why should we? Is that correct? Yeah. If they don't dare to be great like Glenn Turner with a hair lift, then why the hell should we give a crap? If this is their idea of broadcasting, <laughs> hey, then, uh, you know, they're going to they're go to, and hey, put a lot more spots on here, man. Don't worry about the copy. Don't worry about the client. Just put a lot more spots on and hope that they'll uh, pay you someday. 925 votes on the poll, man. We'll ease into 1,000 real easy today. Not like yesterday when we had that phenomenal total. That's because we had a pretty good head start yesterday. But we still did we had over 1,600 votes on the mid uh, in the middle of the summertime, no less. Here on Fa Flag Day, we got Geldy at two. 
Mad Dog at four. All right. Which would be, a, believe me, a breath of fresh air. It always is, but more so than usual following. <laughs> Marlins on deck at 6.30. The Marlins host the Braves again. Your Red Hot Marlins, 6,940. I looked it up in the box score. That was the announced attendance for last night's game for their 4-1 to win over the Braves. So you're saying three. Three people, right. Two of whom were Braves fans, so that don't leave too much. Well, you know, the Heat were playing last night. They had that scintillating comeback. Why the hell would anybody care about your Florida Marlins, you know? Right. When they can listen to it on the radio and hear the scintillating sounds of Dave Van Boring and the Marlins win the World Series. And Eddie K. after the baseball game. 11.56, we've got uh, plenty of time to take a zillion calls today. We're going to get a lot of stuff going. We're going to get a lot accomplished today. you believe me? No. Well, <laughs> too bad. Well, look at that. I'm, I'm already an hour ahead of myself. I just threw away the page from last hour. It's like only 11.56 here. Well, not that I'm in a hurry or anything like that. <laughs> what? Is it to you? I don't know. I'm, I'm certainly not going to go out there. It's not Woodbine Wednesday for me. I already did, I did Woodbine Wednesday on Tuesday night. That's enough. Enough to tide me over till I get back from my uh, World Cup tour. Were you worried that I'm going on a World Cup tour? That's what I heard, yeah. Not going to the games, but I'm going on a big tour. Four minutes till noon at QAM. Sometimes it's the things you can't see that are dangerous for you. You know, you can see that spider as it crawls up your leg. You can see uh, Joe Bell as he waddles into the studio with that big smile on his face. But in your carpets, there's all kinds of nasty stuff that you can't see with the naked eye. That's why you need to call Dry Concepts. They've been in South Florida doing it right for over 28 years, and my home's for over 21 years. When you dry clean your carpets with Dry Concepts, you really can clean today, entertain tonight, because they're drying a couple of hours, and it looks like you had brand new laid right there on your floor. Your carpets stay cleaner longer. There's no sticky residue left behind. And they last longer, too. And with over 50,000 satisfied customers, you know you're going to have a lot of happy company, too. And don't forget, Dry Concepts are also the experts in water damage restoration. Keep that in mind all during hurricane and storm season. Certified technicians get you out of the mold zone in minutes, not days. And Dry Concepts can get your home or business dry within 24 to 72 hours. It's guaranteed. And to top it all off, Dry Concepts is a state-of-the-art oriental rug cleaning plant, the only one in town on-site that's dedicated to keeping your expensive area rugs looking brand new. And don't forget, they give you a written guaranteed price up front, no matter what job you have, you do for them. Uh, so there's no rip-offs, no scams, just a fabulous job. It's guaranteed every time. So do yourself a big favor. And Dave Broward of the Palm Beaches, call Dry Concepts at 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or on the web, dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM.
WQAM. The gunman who killed six people and himself at a rave party was likely the author of a letter that complains about the rave scene and says in part, this hippie stuff has to end, police said. That's what his note said. This hippie stuff has to end, Tommy. Yeah, well, he's the only one killing people at raves. Tell you that. Tommy? Yes, sir. Are you killing people at raves? I don't well, that's right. First he goes to the gun show. A heavily armed Kyle Huff, 28, had been invited to the party by people made at a late night rave. They're packed in there groping each other, having sex, the letter said. I've got to do something about it. These people are screwing up the world. Or maybe just screwing. Maybe there are too many words in that sentence. The one-page letter was addressed to Kane, the name of Huff's twin brother, and signed from Kyle. The Washington State Patrol said yesterday it was a high, highly probable that Kyle Huff wrote the letter, which was found April 24 by a resident going through his trash in the same apartment complex where Huff lived. A resident going through his trash. Oh, his trash. Or maybe uh, Kyle's. Experts at the state crime lab compared the letter to writing on items belonging to Huff. The letter was written on the back of a memo that had been sent out to apartment residents March 23rd, two days before the killings. Police have said Kane Huff was not aware of the letter until they showed it to him. It begins, I hope that you'll find this letter after the fact. Don't let the police or FBI keep you from having it. This is my last wish. Having spelled H-A-V-E-I-N-G. His aim was good, his spelling less good. Don't kill yourself, moron, the letter continues. That's the last thing I want to happen. I hate leaving you by yourself, but this is something I feel I have to do. My life would always feel incomplete otherwise. The brothers had moved to Seattle from Whitefish, Montana. See that? Whitefish, Montana? Anybody uh, nearby you moves in from Whitefish, Montana, I'd get them before they get you. That's my suggestion, okay? Very suspicious people. Is there a spider on my leg or is that just am I hallucinating? Yeah, you're hallucinating. I don't know. 949 votes on the pool. 19 point. We're almost up to 20% of the God Squad. All right. And there is a God. 189 out of 949 votes. 19.9%. Aren't you shocked? Yeah. <clears throat> Although, keep in mind that if you go out on the streets, poll after poll in the U.S., not, not in Western Europe or in, like in civilized places like here, but in the U.S., they take these polls. Uh, do you believe in a God? And if they're like 80, 90% say, of oh, course. Of course. Because they're, they're scared. You know, they're afraid to say, oh, only silly people talk such crap. Speaking of talking crap, Democratic House and Senate leaders are planning to reduce the cost of student loans and prescription drugs, raise the minimum wage, and launch an effort to develop alternative fuels if they went back control of Congress. Oh, there's your buddy Bush with that Maliki guy again in Iraq. In itself, govern itself, and defend There's that picture again. And uh, Maliki is saying whatever his name is. Who is this guy? Who is this bozo? In fact, he probably speaks English better than Bush. In an interview with the USA Today, House Minority Leader, the unctuous Nancy Pelosi, previewed the New Direction for America platform hammered out by Democratic members of Congress, mayors, and governors. She and Senate Minority Leader Harry Reid are formally unveiling the plan today. Isn't that great? They're going to unveil a statue. It's going to have two big boobs on it, and then they're going to bring back John Ashcroft to cover it up. All with right. lace. With pink lace. Don't you think we ought to take a bunch of calls now? We've been a little remiss on that. Yeah, Is lunch there yet or what? I'm going through withdrawal here. Is lunch there? Oh, we we ate it already. Yeah. You ate already? Uh-huh. Very we quietly today, boy. That is per, that, I'm pretty impressed. 
I can usually hear even when George is cracking his knuckles. Although he does, I think he does that just to aggravate. Yeah. Well, he he leaves the mic on the whole time. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Oh, that's why he keeps saying those uh, things. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and singular wireless line. In other words, you don't. Is that what you're saying? You only open it when you have something to say. Not when I eat. No, I leave it on. Uh, yeah. When I'm in here. Well, see, in that room, it's probably a better idea to leave it on because then at least you'll know what's going to be on because. Uh, I'm not really sure whether they ever bothered fixing those lights or the stuff like that. It's amazing here. I'm, I'm getting me a digital camera here very soon, and when I get it, I'm going to start taking pictures of my nice little studio, and you're going to be really jealous. You should. You're going to say, boy, that looks like a real radio studio, and everything seems to work in there really well, too. And look at that neat little uh, computer Neil's got, that little uh, HP, the small one. Have you seen these? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't the know HP your specific Pavilion? model, yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, it's small, man. It's the size of like a bread box, practically, and it's uh, as fast as lightning and does everything uh, you could possibly do, and then some. Aren't you impressed? Not really. I sure like it. What do you mean, not really? No, no, it's great. I'm sure it's phenomenal. (laughs) I mean, those big old clunky computers, man. It's like, what do they call those first ones? Not Rayovac, that's a battery. What the hell do they call them? Something Vac, a thousand years ago. Hmm. They used to take up like a whole room. Yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. The Lord's a prick. Somebody QAM, hello. Okay, that, that's good. See, that was good timing on that one. Although, do you notice the quality of that dial tone? Sound a little bit on the shaky side to me. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular wireless line. I think he did have a point, though, when he came right down to it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I can't believe that um, they're going out to Barry Bonds the way they're going. But they're going to let this guy, um, Bush's, uh, um, Green. Green. Yeah, yeah, off the hook. I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah, who's got a bigger ass, Barry Bonds or Carl Rove? Carl Rove is all ass, if you ask me. There you go. Yeah. Have a good day. It looks like a closet case to me, too. I know he had a wife or he's got, I, that doesn't convince me anything. You know, Tom Cruise has got a wife, too. You're fair. Matt Damon's got a wife. Everybody's got a wife. It's the in thing now. Although Ann Coulter don't have a husband or a boyfriend. She's married to her hate. And Miss Fudge? How's Miss Fudge's uh, lady friend doing? And you know who his lady friend is, don't you? Besides Lynn Samuels. It's Miss uh, Colder. Man. All these self- Yeah, that man Colder. That's right. All these self-hating fags, man. It's just a really scary thing. Kind of like Joe McCarthy. No wonder we're going through all this repression in the McCarthy era all over again. Self-hating fags. How- where's Roy Cohn when we need him? Where's Marty Cohn when we need him? Boy, he sure- his complexion was almost as bad as Wayne. Not quite. Almost. And when James Woods played him in a movie, boy, when you see James Woods... All I think about is that scene in uh, Once Upon a Time in America where he's in the garbage truck at the end and the zits are popping out. Now, did you see that one, Once Upon a Time in America? No, I don't believe so. Oh, I wouldn't even waste my time asking Tommy. No, I think I did. Did you? I can't remember, but I think I did. Oh, wait, what am I talking about? Yeah, With I saw Robert that. De Niro? Yeah, I yeah. saw that. And I'm Brian fine. Bloom? Yeah, I saw that. And good... Noodles? It was good. And Luxion Kugel? Oh, man, I do love Luxion Kugel. WQAM, hello. Hello. WQAM, hello. QAM. Good afternoon, sir. Yes, sir. Good afternoon, caller. You were talking uh, about God, and you know he came here for one reason. Yeah, I know. To get rid of you. Five six seven. Oh, he almost sounded like a real caller there for a second, didn't he, at the beginning? No, for a second. When his voice dropped just about like a quarter of an octave, and then all of a sudden, when his boyfriend started pinching it. Five six seven. Oh, five sixty pound. Five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. Put a little pinch between your cheek and gum. Oh, that's that uh, ch- charm to back again. I'm a little confused about that article the other day. People get cancer. They get tongue cancer and lip cancer from that uh, chon tobacco. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah, absolutely. So what the hell was that article about? Uh, I, I don't get it. And I had some nerve to read that anyway. 
WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, I'm going to burn this American flag right now to protest that illegal war. How's that? Okay, go ahead. Have a good time, man. Okay. Uh, are these good or what? These aren't as good as yesterday and Monday so far. Today I give them like about a four and a half on a scale of 75. Monday and yesterday, now I'm, I'm trying to think. Well, yesterday don't, was okay. No, don't get Monday, away. Though, Monday was great. Monday was really, it, it's hard to match that. When you put on a performance like you guys did on Monday, it, it's hard to do it again, you know. WQAM, hello. hello. Brian Wilson or Kara, Dennis Wilson or Karen Carpenter, what do you say? QAM. You notice they're on there on the other end, but they just, they can't handle it. You can do WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi. Yes. Hello, Neil. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I just stay on hold. You can stay on hold. You can talk now because you're on the air. I mean, you, if you want to stay on hold, I, I don't get it. Oh, okay. you're speaking to me. See, so you're listening to the radio, which is a bad mistake. Although we're glad somebody is. That's good. <laughs> okay. Uh, listen, I, I agree about ninety percent of everything you say. But you know what? Uh, why do you even bring up this Ann Coulter? It's an evil woman. You're just giving her credit by talking about her. Oh, and so the, uh, the fact that the media's got her on every show. She's even on the uh, the, uh, the Sesame Street now. She's on every show uh, selling her book and peddling her BS. And so I shouldn't sit here and rip her an ass. Well, guess what? I'm going to continue doing it. But, like, I'm, I'm the one responsible for giving her all this publicity. She's on Leno tonight. She was on the Day Show. Oh, and by the way, it's Matt Lauer with the interview. Is it tonight with uh, Brittany? I think that's tonight. Well, I'm sure that'll be great. Where she breaks down. Oh, don't they understand? We're people. Oh, yeah. And, and, and looking at her in that, and, and you know, the clips they've been showing, the previews, mm -hmm. no wonder that uh, most American men are off of her ass. Which, by the way, I think I also read that Man Coulter will be on Leno with uh, George Carlin. Right. So. And you know what? I still ain't going to watch it. How do you like that? As much as I like George Carlin. I wonder if Joyce knows George Carlin's going to be on. And guess what, Joyce? He's going to say all seven words, honey. How do you like that, you bitch? And that's going to be one of them. He's going to say the word that rhymes with what they do on fourth down in football most of the time. And that's what you are, Joyce. In fact, you ever see Joyce and Man Coulter together? Same person. Same bitch. See, this is what we work for. We work, we work, just like, I, I, I still, I don't think Tommy's ever going to recover from that S-bag the other day. No, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, he's still suffering from uh, shock. He needs therapy. He's a lobotomy after he finds out the kind of repression that's going on. And our general manager, well, he's wringing his hands, and he's talking with Clarence, and they're, oh, we got to keep our jobs. And Joyce says this. My God, no wonder he doesn't respond to my emails, okay, because they have to do with radio. They have to do with his business. They have to do with what we're trying to do here every day, besides just uh, smile at everybody and make nice, you know. There's, uh, one, one kind of people that I can't stand, I hate to say this, because when this guy came in, I welcomed him with open arms and legs. I thought he's going to be a big improvement. I can't stand make nice kind of people. You know what I'm talking about? Think they can pat about? every pat everybody on the head and make uh, you know everything will be fine. But, you know I, I can't handle that. That is so lame, man. That is so smooth. Twelve fourteen. By the way, if I ever hear that song again, if I ever see Rob Thomas again or Santana, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot them both. I'm gonna go to that gun show that Tommy keeps plugging. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug both of them. No, then you'll if I hear it again. I, uh, if I ever hear that song one more time, you could, one more time. Do, 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 do. Hey, if you have a business and need to get customers away from the competition, here's the perfect business partner for you. Pubset Printing and Design. Pubset can design and print everything you need in your arsenal. Just look at the display booth they made about me on our website way down there at the bottom of the page where I belong. Or see even more of their phenomenal work at PubSetSF.com. Pubset can print everything from business cards to banners, posters to their specialty trade show booths and displays. Pubset design and printing the very best for over 14 years. And Pubset can handle it all in-house, too. 
Call them at 954 uh, What is it? Get that number right. 954-772-7275. I think that's what I said. 954-772-7275. Better yet, see for yourself on their website, PubSetSF.com. Look your best and get those new customers. It's your business, and it's PubSet's business to make you look fabulous. Call 954-772-7275 or go to PubSetSF.com. And look for my ugly picture on their building on Dixie Highway, just north of Commercial. Choose the very best PubSet printing and design. Call them at 954-772-7275. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560-QAM. You get a lot of big stars. With Neil Rogers on Sports Hall Radio, WQAM.
In other words, Jaffe don't mean happy. It's 1222 at 560 WQAM. 985 votes by the bottom of the hour. We'll have that 1,000 votes. Then we can, like, all take a deep breath, exhale, and just lay back. Just kick back ancient style. Fantastic. How's that? 567, I want to take a whole bunch of calls between now and two, although I do want to get to that story about FEMA and about all that money that they spent as much as a billion dollars on um, vacations, pornography, sex changes, um, uh, divorce lawyers, all, all kinds of crap. You see that story? That's, yeah. your, well, that's, that's your tax money, hard at work, man. I say it's time for another revolution, baby. No more ta taxation without representation. Let's have another tea party in the tea room. What do you say? Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, especially with this bunch of Americans we got today, man. Yeah, like that. As compliant, like, like, like silly putty. Mostly the silly part. And we got that story, that update on Geno's. You know, Geno's with the, um, the guy with the uh, speaking glaze guy. Okay. I see him on there the other day with his tattoos. What a, oh, man, what a slimy guy. You know, why don't you just come right out and say, uh, I don't like uh, people who don't speak any ways. Why don't you ever come right out and say that, man? What's the guy's name? Joey Vento. Any guy named Joey, I'm always very suspicious about that. Well, according to him, he's helping the people. Yeah, right. Cheesesteak. Yeah, they learned cheesesteak this week. Next week, they'll learn something else, like up your ass, you bigoted piece of crap. And by the way, them tattoos look really schmutzy, man. Nothing like going into an eatery, and I realize that's a very popular place, but uh, nothing like going into an, an, an eating place and then the, the owner or the help look like all grimy and tattooed and like long, stringy hair. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like not too appetizing is what I'm saying. Not too clean. Right. Unclean. 5670560, pound 560, the Verizon and Wireless Line. The greatest drummer of all time, Dennis Wilson or Karen Carpenter or... Maybe the greatest singer of all time, Michael, uh, what the hell's his name again? McDonald. Yeah, he's the greatest. Now, I, I know who that is now. The more I think about it, I do know, but I've been trying for years to forget. WQAM, hello. The show is so much better. Yeah, okay, great. WQAM, hello. Not there. Oh, they must be joined at the hip with the phone again. QAM, hello. This is Officer Steve again. Yeah. Uh, I'm sitting on the side of the road here, and I was, wait, hold on, let me just take care of this. Hold on. Yeah. 5670560. Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular. Let's get some new nuts, okay? Not the old nuts. Even a squirrel would like some new nuts. Very old and stale, man. Just like this radio station. Old and stale. Like our copy. Oh, my God. When's that new traffic person going to start with the uh, writing the copy? The continuity guy or gal? Oh, coming soon, I'm sure. Yeah, another lie. Oh, well, we're going to hire somebody to write copy. Yeah, Hire Reverend Jones. At least he'll get him off the phone anyway. Give him something to do. Hire that In fact, you know something? Probably be an improvement. WQAM, Hello. Take the hammer off the mornings. Oh, okay. That sounded like a directive. Take the hammer off the mornings. Like to put the lotion in the basket, take the hammer off the mornings. No, I think he ought to stay right there. I think he's doing a fine job. Don't you? What do you think? Tommy yesterday started to give us his programming suggestion for a new lineup, and I interrupted you. You never finished. What did you say? Get all the sports off the air? Yeah, put George on in the morning. Put George on in the morning. I'll stay right here for a while. I want you the stay money. stay right there. Mad Dog, uh, two to maybe five. Hank, five yeah. to eight. Right. Kill the sports, and, uh, you know, you round it up with Eddie K, the Big O Overnights. You're good to go. Well, wait a minute. Eddie K and the Big O Overnights, and, and, and well, I don't understand. You just got through saying kill all the sports. Well, you know, you can let you guys talk about sports, but kill all the teams. I don't want to talk about sports. 
Yeah, but that's like later afternoons, you know. Oh, late in the afternoon, you're ready for yeah. sports. Yeah, okay. let, let Mad Dog talk sports and Hank, but uh, mornings and Well, I uh, said let them both talk about uh, booby bars and uh, food and uh, booze and stuff like that. Anymore. You can't well, say Well, yeah, I can say booby. I can't say tootie. I mean, toddy. Nothing like a hot toddy, especially on a cold winter day. Look at the way those phones are ringing, man. Too bad we got to take this break now. This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> this is 560 QAM. We don't have any National Guardsmen because they're all fighting a war in Iraq right now. Not the National Guard. Pardon? Not the National Guard. No National Guard in Iraq? Not, not, there's no National Guard. Uh, no. So you're an atheist, completely rooted in science, with no beliefs outside of what you can see with your own two eyes. Well then, chances are that the Old Testament didn't do it for you, and neither did the new one. So in the Lord's final attempt to bring your sorry ass around, check out the latest book from God, entitled, Screw You Too, You Ungrateful Little Bastard. Start off in chapter one with, Who do you think caused the flood that wiped out your house last week? And then move on to such later chapters as step outside I dare you and drop to your knees and pray or those hemorrhoids won't ever go away it's screw you too you ungrateful little bastard the latest release from God it's better than the book of Mormon better than the Torah and the Bible combined by yours today see I'm busy I'm trying to like download these new Microsoft security updates didn't you install me yesterday no well, what do you mean, no? They just came out yesterday. What is wrong with you? I'll have to get updated. Let's see. Right-click the Internet Explorer information bar. It's uh, bada beep, bada boop, bada boop. I don't have time for that now. I'll do it after the show. Hey, you better get with it. And guess how many votes we got, boys and girls? Oh! A thousand. Sweet. Isn't that sweet? Don't forget to download that gossip bar, too. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be really busy, man. You believe me? I'm going to lunch is what I'm doing. I'm going right at lunch because it's Wednesday, man. It's made day. Not May Day, it's Made Day. What are, what are we doing for lunch today? I don't know. What do you mean, what are we doing for lunch? You already had your lunch. Do I, do I report on lunch when I'm well, eating you lunch? You know, usually tell us when you're going to hit, like, Taco Bell or something. I don't, I don't hit Taco Bell. The only time I went to Taco Bell was, like, to make that uh, pasta. My, uh, You've gone a couple times. Greenfield's pasta. No, once. I oh. changed my mind a second time. Too lazy. It was good. Get that burrito supreme, and I smeared that instead of that uh, pasta sauce on there, my low-carb pasta. Man, it was good. Can't do that today, though. Although, maybe later on. Maybe I'll postpone it. What do you think? Hmm. After the maid leaves. Why, I can't come home here and cook while a maid is in here cleaning the house. You crazy or what? Don't you have a maid that comes and cleans your house? Oh, yeah. <coughs> Wait till they drop those two 500-pound bombs on your house, man. Then you're really going to need a maid. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular wireless line. One thing I want to make very clear to you, okay, no matter what you believe, there's something very important I want to say right now. Okay. And that is your government will never, ever lie to you, okay? Believe everything they say, believe everything the military says, believe everything your president says, believe everything your vice president says, and by all means, believe everything that Karl Rove says. And <laughs> all of these things. Five, six, seven, come on, let's get these calls going. I'm going to have to talk about that guy with Gino and his uh, schmutzy uh, tattoos and his uh, sub sandwiches. Pound five, sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. We got Geldia, too. Talk about that fantastic. That's what they're upset about. We're not making enough about that big comeback last night by your Miami Heat. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. It's 560. It's QAM. Hello. 560 QAM. Is it, is it, can I speak to Neil Rogers? Let me ask you something. Are you, what are you on today? Are you like on heavy medication or something? Who am I talking to? Neil Rogers. Neil Rogers, right? Yeah. Good luck. 
Yeah. Want to talk about our dogs? Just, what is this? <laughs> Let me ask you, what, what, what year was it you celebrated your 100th birthday, sir? Am I talking to Neil Rogers? Yes. Do you remember you used to have a golden retriever? Yes. Did you replace him? Replace him with what? A statue? What do you mean did I replace him? Another dog. No, I did not replace him with another dog. He was irreplaceable. I am. I, I, I got another one now. She's six years old. Well, congratulations. I'm real happy to hear it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I told you, man. And that was that voice you from are the track st- you were talking huh? about, right? Right there. Now, this this guy's the grandfather that got the deadbeats from the track. Jesus. That first guy that we had at the 10, whatever the hell it was this morning, this is his grandpa. He's got a golden retriever. Well, that's good. That's the best dog, by the way. Anybody out there doubts me, I'm telling you right now. I love most dogs, not all of them. I sure as hell don't like pit bulls. Oh, sorry, Josh. No, some of them are okay. It all depends on how they're trained. It depends all on the owner. the owner. If the owner is a lunatic and he wants them to be vicious and mean, then they're going to be vicious and mean. Correct. If the owner is just a fine, upstanding human being, then I guess it's uh, possible. Unlikely, but it's possible they could be okay. Because they've been bred for centuries now to be vicious and mean and latch on and bite on and just hang on and relentlessly, uh, you know, like that. Well, don't blame and, the dogs for that, though. Well, no, but nevertheless, that's what they are, okay? That's like saying don't blame the uh, the uh, Israelis that are killing innocent children there in the uh, Gaza Strip. By the way, anybody ever see Gaza Strip? You know, that, that I'm going to say it again. The solution is very easy. I know it gets a lot of people very uneasy, especially some of our Jewish friends out there who, like, feel that they're Zionists. For whatever reason that is, I have no idea. Because, you know, I, I keep seeing these stories on the Middle East, and they show these Israelis on there. I, I never met any Jews like that. I, I, don't know, I don't know any Jews like that. You know what I mean? They, they don't represent anything that I can relate to as being Jewish. I, I just I don't understand it. So I still say that, you know, I mean, if the rational people want to get out of there, give them about, about 10 minutes' notice, and then after that, we'll just nuke all the countries in the Middle East. But would the world be a much better place then or what? Probably. You don't think that would work? I, and we're, we're talking, of course, about those small nukes where everybody gets lightly killed, you know, like the guy said yesterday, lightly killed, as opposed to the big nukes where it's like, oh, my God. I think that's what happened to Abu Musab al-Zarqawi. He got lightly killed by those two 500-pound bombs. WQAM, hello. Wow, that guy was old. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hello, can I talk to Neil? Speaking. Hello? 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 Wow. <laughs> they just can't handle it, man. They're coming apart at the seams. WQAM, hello. Like, oh, my God. I think that's what happened. QAM. 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 Whoever gave you that report about six people at the morning game told a blatant lie. Who gave me a report about what? Lads. Gave me a report about what? Uh, what was he saying? Did you understand a word he said? Not a word. Okay, good. WQAM, hello. I'm listening. Yeah, they're coming to get you, too. QAM, hello. Yeah, uh, speaking of pit bulls, we used to tie them. To yeah, okay, yeah, you ought to be tied, okay? In fact, there is the guy that the pit bull ought to be turned loose on right there. That would be awesome. Yeah, in fact, if you could train your pit bull, uh, he'd be my favorite dog in the world. If you could train the dog, real mean, chance. send him and over there. Too, yeah. <laughs> They're going to get your ass right outside Pompino Park, baby. I'll tell you that right now. Better watch out in the parking lot. Josh is going to be there with his mean, nasty ass dog. Five six seven oh five sixty. You got to admit, this is a little bit different today. Every one of these is different. That would be a good word for it. Different. Oh yes, no, I, I'm uh, loving it. I can actually can speak today too, which helps. Now, let's see. Tomorrow and Friday we'll be here. The whole and Tomorrow's Ruth Chris Day. Oh, Maybe that's what I'll do today. I'll go out for a steak. Mm. they got a fabulous Ruth Chris here in the Hilton Hotel downtown. Do you, do you oh, still my do the, uh, the Omaha steaks? Eh, no. They're, they're not like they used to be. It's a, I, no, I stopped. I get my bratwurst from Omaha steaks, though. I get those shipped. 
I like their filet mignon. It's really good. Omaha steaks? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And their hamburgers aren't too bad. Yeah, okay. There's one right there in Plantation, right by uh, me out there in Plantation. Off of University. That's correct. Uh In fact, you know know what else is in that same uh, strip of the fountain shops there? Tell me. A doggy place. The Puppy Palace. I haven't been there. Well, don't. I mean, do you have a dog? No, I don't. Okay. Do you like dogs? Eh. Oh. Well, forget about you then. But anybody else that likes that, no anybody that likes dogs that doesn't want to get another one because they're a pain in the ass and you know a real nuisance and you have to put a lot of work in. It, 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 don't go near there. Oh, you know what else is in that strip shopping center? Is that uh, two days? Isn't that the name of it? Yes. Oh, I love that place. Have you been there yet? Yeah, I told you it's good. Well, that's right. And even Georgia got some freebies there. I think so. Like, that's a great place. Two days. In fact, once upon a time, I think I finally Schmidt can it. No, I still got it. All right. I got the menu. Where the hell did this come from? I guess I took it. How did you find it that quick? What do you mean by that? It's like those Godfather cuts. It's magic. It's magic. No, because I have it on the bottom of my pile. See, one thing about me, mister, I'm organized. You know what I mean? I know my organs, okay? I'm organized. I've seen a few in my time. So anyway, here's the uh, 2J's menu. And uh, here's the dinner entrees, the deli classic combinations, all the sandwiches. Man, they got good stuff. They got good soups. They got your matzo ball soup. Trying to remember. Oh, and I had. Oh, and they don't. This isn't even the breakfast menu. They got all the melts on there and stuff. They got chicken on the seat and uh, uh, cheese on the seat. Like Dalts used to have cheese on the seat. But I had a uh, omelet. It was the best omelet I ever had in my life. It was like the the works. You know, had everything in there, but the uh, kitchen sink. Man, it was good. Yeah, Two J's gets my uh, eight million time uh, recommendation. It's a fantastic place. And then when you're done picking out a Two J's, go next door and pick out a little dog. And then you can take your dog in there and you can sniff around some of the meats there at Omaha Steaks. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, it would be. Take your dog in there to sniff around a little meat. 1241 at 560 QAM. This is Neil Rogers. Oh, boy. This is 560 QAM. Hey, buttheads, it's the one to two hour. See how far ahead of myself wow. I am? I'm already 50 minutes. Hey, how you doing, honey? Hey, let's just go with it. <laughs> okay. This is Bill Clinton, the president of the United States. Okay. This is my, my state of the women address. <laughs> I've known a few girls who thought they were pretty hot, but Billy's here to tell you that girl, you're not. They used to wear makeup and rip away pants, but when they looked at me, they were under my trance. Whoa, you think you're special? Whoa, you think you're something else? So, Paula Jones, you got a new nose. That don't impress me much. Well, you got the brain, but have you got the touch? Now don't get me wrong, well I think you're alright, but that won't keep me warm in the middle of the night. That don't impress me much. Let's move along, shall we? I think you'll remember this one. She had a tape recorder that she kept on her phone. And after she ate steak, she would bury the bone. She got herself some lipo and a tummy tuck. But she still as ugly as a hockey puck. Linda Tripp got some surgery. That don't impress me much. Well, you got the brain, but have you got the touch? Now don't get me wrong, yeah, I think you're all right. But that won't keep me love in the middle of the night. 
Speaking of that, Yelly at two. A music video posted on the Internet that tells a tale about a U.S. Marine killing members of an Iraqi family is being condemned by an Islamic group and investigated by the Marine Corps. Here's the picture, by the way, the Marine uh, singing it, or at least alleged Marine. The four-minute song, Haji Girl. Hey there, Haji Girl. Remember that? Yeah. Appears to be sung by a Marine in front of a cheering audience. The lyrics talk about the Marine gunning down members of an Iraqi woman's family after they confront him with automatic weapons. Lieutenant Colonel Scott Fazekas, a spokesman for the Marines, said yesterday the Marines were aware of the video. He said officials don't know the identity of the singer or whether he's in the military. The song was inappropriate and contrary to the high standards expected of all Marines, Fazekas said. He said Marine officers are looking at the matter. You know what else he said? What did he say? <laughs> Nihad Awad. Executive Director of the Council on American-Islamic Relations said that in light of recent allegations of atrocities committed by Marines in Haditha and other towns in Iraq, the video should be investigated by the Pentagon and Congress. Let's have another committee, another panel to investigate, and they can whitewash that like they whitewash everything else. Isn't that a good idea? Great idea. Cover it up, baby, like that dog in the backyard. A $200 bottle of champagne from Hooters and $300 worth of Girls Gone Wild videos were among items bought with debit cards handed out by FEMA to help hurricane victims. Auditors probing a billion dollars in potential waste and fraud have discovered. Wow. All right. Champagne from Hooters and Girls Gone Wild. Seems to me that would help those bastards out, wouldn't it? For something. The cards given to people displaced by Hurricanes Katrina and Rita also bought diamond jewelry, a vacation in the Dominican La Republica Dominicana, according to the GAO audit. Oh, there comes that phlegm back in. Little, little. Uh, I guarantee by Friday it'll be gone, and so will I. 
Don't forget now, that's scheduled. Tomorrow and Friday we'll be here. Then next week it's George all week. And then after that starts that uh, George Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Neil Tuesday and Thursday. You might want to send Eric a message. Remind him to put that up on there, on our website, um, which we do every year. Sure he knows, but I will send him a message. Hey, he's got other things to worry about, okay? He's got big fish on his plate, okay? I have two words for you, okay? Susan Gray. The GAO uncovered record showing that $1,000 from a FEMA debit card went to a Houston divorce lawyer. A divorce lawyer. 600 bucks was spent in a strip club, and $4 was spent on adult erotica products, oh! all of which auditors concluded were not necessary to satisfy legitimate disaster needs. Well, they may have been satisfying something else, some other kind of needs. The GAO found, and probably was a disaster, the GAO found that at least a billion dollars in disaster relief payments by FEMA were improper and potentially fraudulent because the recipients provided incomplete or incorrect information when they registered for assistance. Now, did you see this story on the news last night? They showed some of these people that put in all these bogus names and made like 15, 20 different applications and got money under 15 or 20 different addresses and phony names, etc. and so on. <clears throat> well, you knew, course, I mean, you knew that was going to happen. And, of course, the excuse being, well, uh, when there's this much at stake and this many people, you know, we, uh, right, exactly what they're saying is they're incompetent, which we knew that. Nice job there, Brownie, Brownie Brown. Hell of a job. Now, this story about Ken Jenny and that 20 grand, it, it goes on. It doesn't really say anything. You know, I mean, when they put his bald-headed ass behind bars in, in federal prison, then I'll be happy. <coughs> the bookkeeper prepared a $20,000 loan from a developer to Brown County Sheriff Ken Jenny's longtime secretary. <sighs> Says two FDLE agents appeared at her office last month and questioned her for 45 minutes about the transaction. Maria Turco Henderson, who worked for developer Philip Procacci, drew up and later recorded as a bad debt the 2004 loan that's drawn attention from state and federal authorities looking at Jenny's private finances and public responsibilities. I think they were hoping I'd be able to feed them information to show them we knew the money was going to Jenny and he was doing something wrong. She said she had no such information. Everything was done on the up and up. <coughs> is what she said. This story doesn't say anything. Let us know when you got a story that says something, okay? At the Sun Sentinel. Oh, look at that. Did you see the donuts for Trinidad and Tobago? Did you see those colorful donuts? <coughs> see oh, those? Oh, I'm going to look right now. Too late. Damn. Too late now, man. You missed those Trinidad and Tobago donuts for the World Cup. But I bet you the World Cup... Oh, look at that. You only get better by playing against... Oh, look who's playing, baby. Saudi Arabia and Tunisia. And if the Saudis lose, they're going to, like, uh, chop off their heads. Domestic league. There was only one... I think if they're behind at halftime, they're going to do that. They're going to chop... Take them to Chop Chop Square. And it is a beauty. At the 23-minute mark. Oh, that's halftime. It's Tunisia 1 and Saudi Arabia nothing, nil. So that means the Saudis are getting those machetes out right now, getting them sharp swords, and they're going to get a little slice of life for Tunisia. You can better bet your ass on that. Isn't that something you'd really be excited about, Saudi Arabia and Tunisia? Yeah, I got whipped up. Yeah. What can I say? I'm really depressed. I'm not over there right now, so I could catch all of that. 1,047 votes. I'm going out right now. I'm going to give me a golden retriever. I'm going to buy a whole bunch of Omaha steaks, and then I'm going to go to Two J's. See, I was going to say, I probably better not say it. No, go ahead. They didn't advertise on a station anyway. The quality of their food isn't what it used to be, Omaha steaks. I don't want to say that. You know why I'm saying it? Because, number one, I believe that. It's true. I stopped ordering from them a long time ago. And, number two, um, they keep bugging me. I, I don't like people that bug you with phone calls and emails. You know, once you start doing business with them, I wouldn't mind, like, once a month. You know, here's an update, some special sale. You know what I mean? But over and over and over, and they're calling the house, and they're emailing, like, frantic, like, please buy our meat, you know? God. I think some of them calls are coming from Kathy Willett's house or something. They're just pathetic, desperate. Although uh, Tommy likes their fillets, and the burgers, too. Isn't that what you said? Yeah, I do. 
Okay. They're not you, don't have to feel, you don't have to feel guilty about it. I didn't know if you wanted me to jump in. like you know. No, you don't have to. Look, if you want to defend them, maybe maybe you're getting some kind of a special oh, deal. No, 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 I have no, no, no idea. No, but you're absolutely right about the phone calls. They'll, uh, we got this special this week. Uh-huh. See, I, I don't want that. Yeah, no, you're right. They drive you crazy. But the fillets are good. And I used to be a good customer of theirs. I used to buy a lot of stuff there. In fact, even when I was there, I'd go over and at the one where you go. Is that where the one where you buy? Actually, I just order this stuff. I never go anywhere. It's easier for me. And oh, my God. Traffic. You order it online? Yeah, it's easier. Oh, my God. That way goodness. I don't have to drive or deal with And they people. send it to you packed in that dry ice? Yeah, oh. man. And then and I, I, I to get them here, man. And I pour water in it, and I let the dry ice overflow into my house, and it looks like uh, an 80s metal video. Oh, excellent. See, he doesn't care about the steaks. All he cares about is drugs. I mean, don't let him kid you for a minute, okay? The reason he's hungry is because he's smoking so much weed. That's the only reason. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, I made up my mind during that last break. Oh, not that we have another one coming right now anyway. I made up my mind of something, being the determined old fag that I am. Yeah. And that I'm serious about this, and you can pass it on to your little buddy there, George, when he comes back on Monday. What do you got? We are going to kick ass in spite of these people. You know what I mean? In, in spite of this current regime. We're, we're, we're still going to do it. I don't care. They can put Grandma Moses farting in stereo, although I think Joyce might have a problem with that. They can put that on 20 hours a day the rest of the day. I don't care what they do. We will continue to persevere, okay? Rhymes with queer. This is Neil Rogers. You fairy. This is 562 AM. It's the one to two hour. Fairy. 102 at 560 WQM. We got Geldy. He's got a real butch macho voice. He's coming along at 2 this afternoon, and we got Mad Dog at 4. Then a Marlin game. Any interest in those Marlins? No. Your Florida Marlins, baby. They're on a streak. They're smoking it. Love Want to go to the ball game and smoke it with the Marlins? What do you say? I bet you that Dave Van Boring's all whipped up now that they're on this big streak of theirs, huh? I bet you he's like really animated and highly motivated. How's uh, Roxy Bernstein doing? He's a good dude, man. Roxy Roxy. He's a good guy. We like Roxy a lot. He sounds a little bit like. Geldy, but nevertheless. That, that's a shot. I take that back. And he does sound a little bit like him, doesn't he? Eh, not really. Come on. Not WQAM, really. hello. Goal! That was that. You know who that was? That was Bandar Bush. Wishful thinking sounds like to me. Sounds like you're getting your ass kicked, you Saudi bastards. Now, I don't want to hear that again. Kill that. Fit to play this, how they would work, uh, especially up front. Uh, <laughs> But he's done a great job. You see how quick he was at finishing it. Now, who is this? Uh, Tunisia and Saudi Arabia. And, uh, well, them Tunisians sure look awfully dark to me, you know? I must spend a lot of time in the sun. Yeah. Get the game yeah, oh, it's uh, the second half just starting, and it's 1 0 for uh, Tunisia against the Saudis. And the Saudis sliced their balls off at halftime, so we'll see what happens here. For the love of God, can you tell people to stop faxing this Michael McDonald? We, we solved this a long time ago. The Michael McDonald dilemma's all over with, okay? It was a bad move by the idiots at the uh, Mac Arena, at the AAA Arena last night. Uh, we don't associate him with uh, Motown. I don't care if he had 400 Motown albums out. We don't care, okay? We give a flying crap about Michael McDonald. Mark McDonald, there's the man. There's the main man, Mark McDonald. And Jody Jameson. And Anthony. 
Night Junior too. And don't forget John Gilmore and Buddy Gilmore and George Gilmore and Levi Harner too. Joan Osborne. I beg your pardon? That was Joan Osborne, right? That is Joan Osborne. I know. She's great. I love her and I love Ben Harper. I love that whole uh, movie. I love all the music. I don't like uh, what's her name? Shaka Khan. Oh. And the one that's got, like, needs a vowel moving, the one that's got, like, 75 consonants in her name. What the hell is her name? I don't remember that. Michelle. N- oh, N- yeah, the girl yeah. with the, uh, the Rasta. Yeah, the Rasta, Rasta hair. Girl. I'm not big on that. But I don't care about her hair, but I just don't think she's all that good. But Chaka Khan, she just leaves me limp. But Ben Harper and Joan Osborne and Gerald Levert and uh, Bootsy Collins, they're great. Bootsy, that's Rick James. Now, why don't you uh, bring that? Uh, now, who's got it now? Who's got a hold of that? I movie? Which I sent back my... to George. Well, you know, you do realize that that was mine. I was the one that Sud sent me, and I watched it, and I loved it, and I sent it down there, and I bought my own copy because I wanted it so anxious for George to see it. Did you want me to give it to somebody? We'll give it to Tommy if Tommy will watch it. Oh, Tommy's gone, by the way. He had to uh, he had to do some work. Um, some work. How are you doing? So Miguel's in here now. Yeah, don't give it to Miguel. There's no uh, Cubans in it. <laughs> don't be making that mistake. Oh, Tommy had some work to do, huh? So Clarence came in there and dragged him out of there. Is that it? No, he just had. Uh, he said that he had to do a spot, you know, that needs to be on by two kind of thing. So. Well, you want to know why that is, don't you? Why is that? Because you guys already had lunch. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's he no came, question about you know, that. I mean, Tommy's a good guy, but one, once the it. lunch is done, bye bye, finito. See ya. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. I apologize for my first call. I was in a bad area, but I was saying who. Well, stay out of those bad areas, man. <laughs> well, it looks like it continued. Oh, man, this guy keeps, finding, he keeps falling into bad areas. Wow. If I was you, I'd roll them windows. Forget about what Mad Dog says. I'd roll them windows up real tight and lock all the doors. Man, he must be uh, close by the station then. 5670560. I don't know whether I this Geno's thing is worth talking about. And the New American Century Project, the PNAC, Project for New American Century, is closing down because they mission accomplished is what they're saying. All them Nazis, you know, Bill Crystal and Gary Schmidt and Cheney and uh, Jeb Bush, your fat-ass governor. Uh, this PNAC evidently it looks like they're closing down. They're Pax Americana and their whole deal. Uh, it's a very long article. It's on our website. Let's get people to read our website, okay? Because after all, the tremendous amount of work you put in there, putting them stories on there. That's right. I mean, if, if we can't get at least seven, 800 people a day to read those stories, it, it's just not worth continuing is what I'm thinking. No, I wouldn't say that, but, you know. Uh, that, that's what I'm thinking, man. And during these hot summer days, who the hell's going to be on our website reading stupid news stories? Oh, huh? They'll get carried away. They love uh, stories. They, they, do they? They do. And you know which ones they love the most? Man Coulter. Anything with Man Coulter in it. They just they gravitate toward that. They hate that bitch like poison. My goal today is by 2 o'clock, I want to keep the God Squad under 20% on this poll we're doing today. If we, if we can do that, I will feel... Oh, my goodness. I feel like the Antichrist. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing today? Okay, sir. Um, regarding Shaka Khan. Oh, you don't like Shaka Khan. Her song, Through the Fire, yeah. was just awesome. Bad. Bad, bad. What about I Feel For You? You didn't like that either. Bad. Ah, well, I don't believe in God. I hate the Bush resume, but I do like Shaka Khan. Well, nobody's perfect, man. Bye. Give it up. Give up the love for Detroit's unsung musical heroes. The drum section. Uriel Jones. Oh, this is the... I don't realize the leaders. And the late Vinnie 
Benjamin. On the vines and percussion, the fabulous tambourine man, Jack Ashford. But where's Dennis Wilson? And the late Bungo Eddie. Guitar section, the one, none other, the brother, Eddie Woods. Okay, I, we don't have time for that. I'm going to introduce everybody in the crowd. This is all selected. I mean, chocolate time. And what it is, it's shocking. I think it's better just to listen to it, not to, oh, not to look at it. Oh, horrible. You know who she reminds me of? Um, I, I can't even think of her name now. I've got a brain fatter, Tina Turner? No, no. The, the, the uh, female singer that mumbles, what is her name? we got a whole bunch of bits about her. Oh, uh... Oh, come on, you know who I mean. Well, not Shakira. No, not, not Shakira. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm leaving right now. Well, How could you not we Shakira? We have those bits. You no, know, the Shakira black singer, singer she mumbles. Blah, 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 blah. Come on. See, Miguel doesn't know because she doesn't sing in Spanish. Okay, enough of that. Well, you know who I'm talking about. Hey, give us a clue, aside from mumbles. WQAM, Hello. Yeah, I sure would like to see Susan's Gray's red. Yeah, okay, good. WQAM, hello. QAM. No. Who is Stevie Nicks. Nah, Stevie Nicks Stevie. my ass with her razor. Yeah, she mumbled too. That's not who I'm talking about. Stevie Nicks black. No. Get with it, will you please? Oh, my God, anybody should know this. I'm so embarrassed. I, I know so... it. I, I, I'm picturing her in my head. Yeah. I just don't remember her she name. She mumbles, and I can't think of it either. i got a brain fire. because we haven't heard about I'll her think in so it. long. Give me a minute. I'll think out of sight, out of mind. I know. I like that. Macy Gray. Macy Gray. Very good. Excellent. Nice job there for our chocolate up for our Josh. It was the that got me. That does it every time. For example. They say my voice is that just perfect mix. And then if you don't like That's that one, That's not the good one, yeah. Oh, this is the good one. Sounds like I got a frog in my throat. It's gravelly and I mumble. When I try to sing it, it's not there. I can make my trickle out of your air. Sounds like I'm being choked. Or a big... Yeah, well, we got some other ones, but think, think about her and then think about Chaka Khan. I'd rather hear the Aga Khan sing. <laughs> or maybe even Genghis Khan. I mean, Marvin, the Marvin uh, is rolling in his grave here now. I beg your pardon? Yeah, she, she's mumbles. Yeah, she's awful. But this guy liked her, okay? At least, he, you know, he's the anti-God guy. He's the anti-Christ. And he's also an anti-Bush guy. And he likes Shaka Khan, so it's two out of three ain't bad. 19.4% of the God Squad out there. We'll say the, the song she did in the, uh, in the Standing in the Shadows of, uh, with Montel Jordan went too bad. She did Standing in the Shadows of Love? No, no. I said the song that she did in Standing ain't in the Shadows of Love. Ain't no mountain high enough. enough. Right. Well, that was the one I was trying to play, but it's got all that foreplay on there where they introduce everybody in the... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. No matter how far... Get out of here. She sucks, man. She's a mumbler and a fumbler. My God. Well, look, no, nothing's perfect. So don't forget, bring that in. Maybe Tommy will watch it. I know Miguel won't watch it because he don't like Motown. Love Motown. They don't sing in Spanish. And they, none of them are from Cuba. Twelve minutes after one at 560, although George did just send me a whole bunch of new music, including all that Luis Miguel music. Boy, he is, he is so good, you know. 
Yeah, I know everybody. Listen, and of course, enjoy that people. 98 degrees in the backside, boys. I, I saw that CD he made for you. Enjoy the backside, that. boys. Yeah, 98 degrees were good. I don't care what you say. Okay, that Nicholas Shea, he can sing. I, I, I wouldn't know. Well, I don't care whether you know or not. I'm just telling you, he's he's good. I mean, his brother, they couldn't sing his way out of a paper sack. His ugly little brother, Drew. You know those guys named Drew? Uh, no. But at any rate. But uh, Luis, and you probably wouldn't know, you wouldn't know Luis Miguel from uh, Luis uh, Luis Jordan. I mean, I've seen him before. I, I don't yeah. think I could. I, I'd be like, hey, that's Luis yeah, Miguel. Before there was a poster here for twenty years. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Miguel ought to be like real tight with Luis Miguel. <coughs> oh yeah, we're close. We're what do you mean by that? He's like half Mexican, half Italian. What's wrong with that? Oh, I forgot you hate the Mexicans. What are they? One thirteen at five sixty WQM. Brandy's is where you want to take your feet. It's a treat to a treat your feet. What were they saying about the Mississippi mud and the hurricanes? How's that going? They're on the way to the College World Series, right? Yes. That means we get the beast out of the building for a few days. Ought to be nice and peaceful there for a while. Stop all the backstabbing. Brandy's carries all your major brands like Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance, all the other big-name brands in all sizes for men and women. They even carry wide widths and hard-to-find sizes. And with Father's Day coming up this Sunday, that'd be a good idea for Dad to buy him a beautiful pair of shoes from Brandy's. Go see our good friend Arnie. He'll make sure you get the right shoes for your feet or Dad's feet or anybody's feet that you're fitting. And unlike those department stores where you wait forever to get waited on, then they finally, whatever style you pick out, oh, sorry, we don't have that in your size. You crazy? The only thing they do at Brandy's is shoes. So you never have to worry about size, selection, service, and, of course, price is unbeatable. Brandy's shoes, you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach between Atlantic and Copans on the east side. You can't miss them. Brandy's open every day, Monday through Saturdays till 9, and every Sunday till 5. And like I said, it's Father's Day Sunday, so it's a great week to shop for Dad's Day at Brandy's. Save up to 40 bucks a pair on men's Rockport, Florsheim, and New Balance, and get a free gift with your purchase, too. So be sure to get your fat ass into Brandy's this week, or do your shoe shopping online at brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. My junior, honey. Okay. They're coming here in December. I heard they got a new member, yes they did, and my only prayer is that grams were alive, he never got a chance to see them, losing all his vision and most of his hearing, but grandma had the pins in the room where he cranked their tunes, grandma just shook her head and said, kid, Grandpa loved the Rolling Stones And when he heard painted black, he smoked bones And when he died, they buried him next to Brian Jones Hey, Grandma, is it true what they say, Keith? Stumbled in the mix of day, they discovered fire. Uh-huh. Uncle Ryan, while stalls going around town, saying that Charlie lost three great-grandchildren, are about to retire. Now, that ain't nice. Heard some 
talk about Jagger getting some intensive care and roaming around the nursing home with Alzheimer's swam. Older than dirt, dear Will Chesman, name of the tune. Grandma just hung up here and said, boy, Grandpa loved the Rolling Stone. All right. And when he played Satisfaction, he moaned. And when he died, they carved a big tongue on his headstone. I'm dying over here. Grandpa loved the Rolling Stones. When he played Jumpin' Jack Black, Heart of Stone. Okay, with fire, he almost passed the kidney stone. Rock solid. It's your fault you got me in the mood for this now. I'm going to play this till midnight. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Even after they chop us off the air, I'm still going to play it over and over again and again. Again and again. I'll tell you one thing right now. Anybody that doesn't like that is a communist. Okay, just, just plain and simple. I would happen to agree with you. Oh my God, Saudi is tied up uh, Tunisia, one-one. Now let me ask you something. You're a big Motown mm -hmm. fan. Do you you got anything besides from the movie? What do you mean? Do I got anything besides from the movie? Every, I got every Motown song that's ever been invented. Well, let's let's rock a little something new that I haven't heard here. You know, every once in a while when you play the Motown, because I feel like you only play the uh, Standing in the Shadows of Motown CD. What do you think about that? And you want to know why? Why? I likes it. So do I. Yeah. Okay, during the break, I'll uh, dig out some of my other Motown, okay? Let's play Motown. I mean, we told him we are going to start playing music on the show. I think we kicked that Ricky Ticky's ass. You know, he's a good guy, Ricky Ticky. Oh, speaking of that, anybody got a Sunset laying around? Because their website still sucks, and I can't... I see Jicka had a column in there or some letter or some response to that big glowing column you had about Rick Shaw the other day that I read on the air. Nice going, Rick. But nevertheless, I couldn't read it because uh, depending on what day of the week it is and how their uh, website feels on that given day, I can't get their stories to come up. You know? That's weird. I, I've never had a problem with their uh, And, and it's the, the only website. site I had that problem with is the Sun Sentinel. Air, maybe it's my cookies, okay? Remember Don't Say Nothing Bad About My Baby by the Cookies? Remember Locomotion by Little Eva? Yes. Well, Little Eva uh, sang with the cookies. Don't say nothing. But anyway, I don't have that. Uh, but I do have it on my uh, iPod. It's a damn good thing for you bastards. I can't play the iPod on here. I got you. How many songs? I got almost 3,000 there already. All right. <clears throat> Thanks to your little buddy, George. But we'll get some Motown on there. We'll get them CKOW uh, Jingles uh, queued up. The Big H Golden. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was what it was all That's what it was all about. That's when we had radio. Once FM came on the scene and they turned it into a money machine, which, of course, is these, these current people we work for now, that's all they know from is a money machine. Forget about programming, forget about copy, forget about service, forget about the audience. It's a money machine, man. 
You know I what I mean? I got the article. You got the time. What does it say? It was about the Rick Shaw thing, and I thought maybe it might be interesting or not. What does it say? It I'm not right. talking about Tom's article. I'm talking about the one in there today. There's one by uh, Lynn Allison. <coughs> yeah, is that Dawn's it? presence invaluable today. Yeah, that's the one. What does it say? You want me to read it? Look, okay, is it long? Uh, I mean, no, the, idea of you, the idea of you reading on the air is, it's I mean, just ponderous. Go ahead. All right, I read Tom. At least you won't be clearing your throat like you old... radio personality, Rick Shaw, with more than a passing interest. Yeah. I wake up with Rick. Every no, now don't don't fade off like you're like reading in the toilet well, or you know, something. I'm, I'm, a, I'm using my laptop. Project a little bit of presence here it's now, man. You're on the a, radio. You're on the radio. Jesus, listen to what I'm saying to you. My, yeah. Hold on, my laptop is far. I can bring it near. <laughs> yeah. Or couldn't you use laptop? Hold on. Go ahead. All right, now I got the laptop in front of me here. Well, what does it say? What is the essence Listen of it? What? Okay, Go I ahead. didn't read it. That's why I said you want me to read it. Go right ahead. Okay. I wake up with Rick every weekend morning. He and Donna Davis creep into my bedroom at 6.30 when the radio alarm goes off. Kind of like Cecil Collins. Kind of. The article paid tribute to his golden oldie heyday, but not did not mention his invaluable presence in today's market. Shaw's humanity sharing the death of his wife on air and his subs- subsequent remarriage. Um, tributes to our nation's tragedies and his heartwarming love for his granddaughter. Um, oh, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to get to something here. Just when I hear a news story that makes me think that the world has lost its values, Rick Shaw affirms the morality is still in place. His maturity gives balance to our crazy, fast-paced lives. Last paragraph, don't worry. Wow. Sean says, Shaw says, Shaw says he misses the impact he had in the glory days of radio, but I feel that because of his roots, his branches still cover us with their wisdom. Wow. That's it. You're looking for glory holes. No, glory days. Well, that's very nice. And a fitting tribute. He's a good guy, and he's a little right wing for me. But nevertheless, he's a friend of ours in this show and mine and uh, et cetera. Never actually, uh, the only time I ever saw him, like in person, I used to, I told you this many times at the old Dolphin games when I had my own season tickets. Mm-hmm. I used to go to every game. And his, his season tickets were like about, oh, I don't know, eight or ten rows down beneath mine. And, you know, the game would be like starting. And I was always there early. He was not an early bird, you know. Took him a long time to get that cap on, and you know he turned around, <laughs> wave, I'd wave back and smile, and hey Rick, I said, yeah, he's a good guy, he's all right, and called up and did a glowing tribute. Uh, remember on my anniversary show, that 30th anniversary? About 30, man. Called up and I peed on my leg. I'm telling you, I was soaked for weeks after that. He's a, he's okay. Never stole a freight train, and the fact that he's endured in this market that long, you know, although he is playing music, keep that in mind. I'm not trying to demean his accomplishments, but and even he said that. What the what was that Kevin Baxter article? Remember that? Yeah, when he was saying personalities, you know, were getting <clears throat> thrown out. It was all about the music. And Rick was saying, no, he was talking about me and the fact right. that uh, you know what I do is different. He just plays music, et cetera, and so on. But but that's true, and that's what I'm trying to point out. That um, that documentary on CKLW, it was, it was just unbelievable the impact it had on me. In fact, I still got it on there, and there's almost not a day that goes by that I don't watch like a segment from it. Now we're going to watch the whole thing. It's an hour, but I just get that much of a kick out of it. And when they had the CKLW reunion and the guys doing the talk up and all, it's just and they're all sitting around the table in there, it's great because that was real radio, man. Personalities, baby, excitement, and even, and like they put it out in that documentary, even the sound of the station on CKLW had this big, you know, the engineers might they must have had some real engineers, you know. I like what we got. Top Hat Jenko, look what we got. But boy, I had this big thumping, booming sound, you know. It was just a technical uh, act of genius. And of course, you know, they took the format from Bill Drake. Uh, out in California, Boss Radio, which is on this thing, too. In fact, I think it's even more worth watching that than watch Standing in the Shadows of Motown. But you won't be able to see this anyhow. 
Isn't that a shame we couldn't get that on our website? How come I'm still talking when it's 129? Oh, speaking of our website, uh, take yes. a look. Uh, Eric put up your uh, the schedule right on the yeah. top there for the summer schedule. Well, i got to do this break. I'm already like three minutes late. Well, during the break, to... check it out. <clears throat> well, what was the other thing I was going to do? I was going to get uh, Motown. Starting June 29th, 6th, uh, Clarence Darrow approved, color-coded schedule. Oh, yeah, that's good. Get Clarence's puss on there, man. I'll uh, turn them all away from our website. <laughs> Put Rob, put Rob Marciano's picture on there, pretend it's Clarence. You know, when I was at INZ, we did a funny thing. You know, they had these promotional sheets, which, of course, we don't have, I'm sure, anymore on QAM. Promotional sheets with pictures of all the uh, personalities. And so we cut out these pictures of these really hot-looking young like guys, stars, and, and put those in where my picture was, you know? It was, it was a hoot. Nobody believed it, but it was fun. 29 past 1 at 560 WQM. If you're a cigar smoker and like to kick back with a good premium stogie, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Burhani is definitely for you. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-grade tobacco, processed and aged up to 10 years. Bahia is a real boutique cigar maker, and they specialize in small batch, hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, the flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Aficionado's Cigar Insider. That's even a higher rating than Gelder gets. <coughs> and a 9.1 by Smoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also, be sure to try the Bahia Deseo. The Deseo is the hottest-released cigar in the last 10 months. It gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Aficionado's Cigar Insider. The Deseo is a powerful cigar with complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and an order of charred wood. If you want to save you 40% off the cost of all your Bahia cigars, when you call that toll-free number, just tell that Neil told you to call, and you'll save 40%. 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's 1-800-35-B-A-H-I-A. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. There's no fact in, in the church. Yeah. You fairy. We dance like sissies. We sing. Like wussies, but we must tell you, we swear we're not gay. If you wore these outfits to class, they would kick your ass. Rectum.
Until midnight with all my Motown. I got every Motown song that's ever been done, and some they didn't even record yet. Sweet. It is sweet. Now, here's a fax that says, Sorry to bum you out, but Joan Osborne will be singing at Meisner Park in Boca with Phil Lesh and friends. And I guess the part that's supposed to bum me out is, Phil is the original and surviving bass player for the Grateful Dead. Woo! <laughs> like, why would I care about that? I still have Joan Osborne. Go see her 622 I Will, says uh, this fax. It's this deadhead. They're really militant, man. They're hostile. You know, it's a, I realize South Florida, they're hostile about if you don't like the same team, uh, whatever. But, boy, if you don't like their, their music, they get really uh, anything. 1,109 votes on the poll. We did over 1,100 again. We didn't, never even pushed it. You know what I'm saying? We just eased on into it with the Lord. What's the best evidence there is no God? I still say it's Joe Bell. The best evidence there is no God? None. There is a God. 218, 19.4%. Well below that 20% mark that it want to stay under. Bubbling under it, man. It's close to it. Oh, there's Al Gore. And I think it's valuable for... Okay, good. Uh, there is a God. 19.4% of you silly people out there say that. I'm so embarrassed for you. you know, but one of these days, you'll finally... When you're in that box... Oh, but the Lord is looking down on us right now. How about maybe he's looking up at you, huh? How about maybe he's like looking sideways? And boy, the Lord must have an awful... He must have a whole lot of eyes. To be looking at six billion people, you know, keeping his eye on everything. He's busy. That's why he doesn't answer your prayers, man. He's busy. Half of the world is starving, 202. Well, he don't care about that, you know. Too many fat folks waddling around anyway, like me. Bad things happen to good people, 198. Well, God's got a bumper sticker on his pickup truck. It says, Schmidt happens. Isn't that what it says? Yep. No one has ever seen God, 163. They've only seen... Oh, God! <clears throat> that ain't too exciting. John Lennon murdered. Michael Bolton lives, 153. And I still think, uh, we, uh, not that we need to put it on there, but Karen Carpenter is dead and Gloria Estefan lives on. She was at the right? Heat game. Gloria Estefan was at the Heat game. No wonder they damn near lost. Now, I'm kind of curious. Were they starting to bail out there in the last few minutes before they made the big oh, comeback? Oh, absolutely. Were they? A lot of people. No, you mean... Uh, absolutely. And then they made the big comeback and all of a sudden, oh, gee, I sure wish I would have stayed. They won 98 to 96 and that Dwayne Wade. Yeah. See, Dwayne Wade said you should have stayed. <clears throat> And some of these people are going to have a yeah. attack. I hate this pool, 106, 9.5%. Yeah, that's because you're an emotional cripple. You're like our management man, EC, emotional cripple. Oh, gee, isn't everybody happy? Uh, Joyce Fitch, 45. No, there's the reason we're not happy. Joyce Fitch, she's one of many. And prayer seldom gets answered. Only 26. Uh, wouldn't you think they would have a lot more votes? All these prayer people, man. They're rubbing their rosary beads and they're all the tchotchkes they got and they're praying to God. And he just, uh, you know... 
And then like uh, 400 people die in a plane crash and one person survives. Oh, the Lord answered my prayer. Well, what about the other 400 people, you jackass? Well, they must have not prayed hard enough. Yeah, they must have not been praying to the right God. Or maybe you could only listen to one voice at a time, okay? Man, it's, a, it's, just, it's such an insult. You know, I'm not one of these pseudo-intellectuals running around trying to you know, show how smart I am because I'm a moron. But Jesus, God, and in fact, that's proof right there. How smart do you have to be to realize how idiotic these, these statements are? All these stupid, it's called life by a cliche. The, the good book says, and the good Lord says this, just like that one guy, that voicemail guy, where is it? Oh, here it is. I really hope you use this on the air. I've been listening to QAM now for maybe 20 years at least. I've been living here for 40 years. I've never heard anything as disgusting as this Neil Rogers program. I've heard it before. It's, it's pornographic. And the thought of my granddaughter or one of my kids listening to it is bizarre. I, I was well, going to tell you, frankly, I am done listening to your station. Good, goodbye. It's the gro most gross thing I have ever heard. And as far as I'm concerned, you're off my book. Good, go look uh, in the mirror. You want to see gross? For God's sake, all I want is a telephone number of the cards, telephone cards that you're advertising. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the guy. Oh, this is the guy. That's George. This is uh, this Robert. Is him. Uh, Robert. I'm playing in out of town all the time. Hey, Robert. <laughs> looking for a good sports talk radio station. Yeah, and this ain't it. Neil Rogers. Uh, be honest with you, pathetic. Very pathetic. And uh, this guy is, I mean, if this is all you got on sports talk radio, it is horrible. So I'd, I'd definitely try to find somebody better, that's for sure. And his whole GD thing and everything else, just tell him one day we'll all face the Lord. Oh. All right. Have oh. a great day. One day we'll all face the Lord. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. You that, never heard that before? That's good. Oh, yeah. That was well, like one day really you're going to get it, mister. See, he's one of these people that, like, tuned into it. Oh, it's an all-sports stage. Another sports nerd. Okay. Jackass. 142 at 560 WQM. I've been telling you for many, many years now to call 1-800-MATTRESS when you need to bed. When the old mattress is lumpy and bumpy. In fact, Fat Boy was in there this morning, and we actually confabulated with Fat Boy this morning. For the first time in a long time. He came in and said, Hiya, Tally! And I said, Get out of here now. Dial a mattress can deliver with any two-hour window that you pick. They have knowledgeable bedding consultants who really know their stuff, and they got the best goods, too. And if you thought dialing 1-800-MATTRESS on the phone was easy on your instrument, check them out on the web at mattress.com. Shop on the web anytime the mood strikes you, day or night, with product details, prices, and photos. You can check out online or call to place your order and schedule delivery. Get factory direct prices much lower than those chain stores, even during your so-called big sales. Plus, you also get from Dial a Mattress 12 months financing. They've got the complete line of all the top names in the mattress business. Sealy, Serta, King Coil, Simmons, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Foster Hewitt. So when all them sports talk shows are on, you can sleep like a baby. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll get low prices on the best brands. That's why Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction. I've been using them for years. It's the easiest and smartest piece of shopping anybody could ever do. All you got to do is just pick up that phone or go online. Pick up the phone and call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for Satan. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Such boobs and butts oh, and sorry blanket. about that, Tom. Sorry, Tom. I can remember back when radio was cool. I said when I grow up, that's what I want to do. But now it's run by greedy corporate holdings. That only care about the bottom line, not you. They are omnipotent, their power has no end. Because the CEO is daddy Bush's friend. And Dolphin's so it's meant for you to hear instead. Your 
Motown is that almost every Motown song has been ripped off. I mean, redone by somebody else, like the Beatles, for example. That one. Well, I mean, it's not it's not just Motown, but it's like every song has been remade at this point. Uh, Hello. And the Carpenters, and everybody who ever sang a song has done Motown. Even well, I'm not going to go into it. No, you're right. They remake everything eventually, sooner or later, and usually not a good idea. It's like it's like remaking movies. Always bad. Speaking of crazy religious nuts, this is a bad piece of news, man. But not surprising, it's from Texas. A Fort Worth grandmother can resume handing out religious literature to students outside Crowley High School in Fort Worth, Texas, as long as she doesn't block a section of a sidewalk where students board the school buses. That agreement announced this week is expected to end a federal lawsuit by Janice Colson against Crowley School officials who had kept her in April of 2005 from distributing pamphlets on the sidewalk in front of the school. She wants to bring them to Jesus, I'm sure. Huh? Jesus Christ. That's the one. Snappy dresser to a nice sandals, by the way, Birkenstocks. Lawyers for Colston in the school district filed a joint dismissal motion last week in U.S. District Court. Judge Terry Means is expected to approve the settlement. wonder what he means by that. When contacted Monday, Colston won a $3,000 settlement from Fort Worth School District in 2004 in a similar case, said she didn't want to discuss the Crowley agreement. I wonder if she's kind of like Candy Cowley. She instead issued a statement to the Liberty Legal Institute, which filed a lawsuit on her behalf. The settlement includes an undisclosed sum to pay Liberty Legal Institute for attorney's fees. The Plano-based institute says it fights to protect religious freedom and First Amendment rights. Only for Farbis and Agoyim, though. <clears throat> not for Muslims, not for Jews, and certainly not for atheists and agnostics and all of those of us who are going to burn in hell. For eternity. Because the Lord thy God is a loving God, right? And if you don't believe his bullcrap, you're going to burn in hell. That's for sure. By the way, anybody see the omen, the new one? Yeah. Please don't. Don't worry. Go back and watch the original one again. I'm telling you, it's pretty damn good. Gregory Peck and Lee Remick, as opposed to Lee Grant, who was in Omen Part 2 with William Holden. He was holding it. 1,122 votes on the poll. See, aren't you proud of me? I think that's the only story I read since Miguel came in there, because he's very intimidating. He gets, he gets he pouts when I read stories. Plus, the calls have been so good this week anyway, haven't they? They really have. They really have been special. And now, he's right about that, man. You can't touch these calls with a stick. 1,123 votes. What's the best evidence? There is no God. None. There is a God. 219. 19.5%. You're not going to make it to 20% by 2 o'clock. How do you like that, God Squad? Nah, 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 nah. Woohoo! Half the world is starving, 203, and God, meanwhile, he's sloughing. Bad things happen to good people, 201. No one has ever uh, seen God, 166, except Timothy Leary. John Lennon murdered. Michael Bolton lives, 157. I hate this poll, 106. Joyce Fitch, 45. The Antichrist. La Antichrista, and prayer seldom gets answered, 26. Just keep in mind, there is only... Oh, God! This is Neil Rogers. Oh, this is 562 AM. Any better than Neil Rogers. Well, 
Doi, 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 doi. Now you are older, you still have your hair and your arched eyebrow. I heard you are splitting up with Heather, your wife. It's another day in a life. Last year your age was sixty and three. Time to add one more. Let's have a party for Paul McCartney. Now he's sixty-four. John got shot. They didn't survive. Good old Ringo, he's still alive. Once you were busted holding some weed in Japan on tour. Alright, your wife doesn't need you. Her lawyers will bleed you, and you're 64. Bye bye. 